cliffcentral.com Welcome to it, sports fans. It is the MKT Show. My name is MKT. It is a fantastic Wednesday. Um, this morning on the GCS Gareth Cliff Show, if you didn't catch it, uh, there was a lot of controversy. People saying, I don't know music. I'm going to shut the hell up. I said, uh, Drake's a pop star. Kanye West's a pop star. And people um, throwing, throwing heat at me, you know. All I'm saying is, I'm old. That's fine. They're not making music for me. And I hope they get... E- Ten times the money that they have now. Um, a man who's into the rap game. He's all in the streets. Uh, handsome guy. Uh, all-round nice guy. Had He's had a good morning, clearly. He's in a great mood. Uh, looking good with the combed hair, by the way. i got to tell you, Senzo Sitebe, what's happening, pal. I am a man. Yeah. I'm good. No, you were there when I was being insulted, when, I was be, when things were being insinuated about me. All right. Uh, to- talk people through it, because a lot of people aren't in the pre-production. And well, here, uh, well, one of our colleagues um, at Cliff Central. Yes. You asked me about, you know, having a certain item of clothing. Yes. You know, a specific item of clothing. And, yeah, she jumped into her own conclusions and, yeah. Here we are. Uh, but I removed myself from that negativity, you know what I mean? So, I mean, we can maybe uh, just clear it up for people. I did, I, I said, does Senzo have a suit? Because I keep telling people I haven't worn a suit since I was 18. Uh, matric dance and I refuse to ever wear a full mm-hmm. suit again. Haven't worn a tie probably since then as well. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, so I was just asking if you had a tailored suit, and then she, uh, she, you know, she, she, she answered for me. Yeah, Actually, she said, no, no way, no, no way, yeah. no way, answered. Yeah. So I was like, okay, that's tough. That's tough. All right. I mean, I don't know what it is about you that says you don't have tailored suit, but yeah. to me, you know, as you as you always say, why why wouldn't you have a, a tailored suit? You know what I mean. Haters gonna hate them. Potatoes gonna potato. Alligators gonna alligate. Anyway, moving on. She's put some speck on your name. You know what I mean. But then I told her we're done or we're finished. <laughs> That's why I left. Oh, Senzo, it is great to have uh, Senzo here. Uh, shout out Birdman. I can't say it enough. You're going to hear that a lot this week. Um, Argentina, Brazil. Um, <laughs> hey. I mean, Lulzville, Alabama. I mean, it is LOL City right there. What happened in that football game? Arguably the biggest international football game. Uh, you can have we'll talk some social media and then our two uh, your favorite my guy Spike Ballantyne will talk about uh, a soccer atmosphere at an F1 race it, it is just the, the Dutch Grand Prix was something else to behold even if you just watch the last lap and, and the finish absolutely incredible we'll have Spike Ballantyne in uh, from around 1 o'clock South African time uh, to discuss that and much, much more. Uh, remember, if you are with us for the very first time on the tubes, uh, please subscribe, like, share, subscribe. Uh, and if you're watching post, uh, leave your comments, uh, etc. below. If you're interested because, you know, it's a busy world. You know, your mother-in-law needed you to pick up a flower that's 500 kilometers away. No problem. Get the podcast, the MKT Show, available, uh, of course, on cliffcentral.com, the Cliff Central app, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, great, loaded show today. Uh, that and so much more coming up after this. Cliffcentral.com You made a good call. You made... A good call. That's broadcasting. Of the highest order. You know what I'm saying, bro? Yeah, bro. Senzo, great jacket, by the way. Thank you. Can we just get a shot on that? Um, what do we think it is? A brown, beige? Yeah, it's... Mm. 
But whatever it is, it's fantastic color. That's what it is. Thank you. Classy. Really, really classy. I like it. Uh, it's kind of like, you ever seen uh, Talladega Nights or was Step Brothers where it's like a tuxedo t-shirt? <laughs> <laughs> it says I'm serious, but I'm also here to party. party. It's the hoodie. It's, you know, you're in London as well at the yeah, same time. Yeah, blood. No, yeah. Uh, outstanding. Just outstanding. Today, there's no way today can be uh, a bad show. Now, I want to tell you something that happened. An electrifying uh, situation came up yesterday. First of all, my cousin thinks you are one of the best looking humans she, you, you, uh, you know, oh, that's ever you. existed. Thank you. She did give me a phone call yesterday, though, and a situation popped off. So this is maybe part three, I think, of this situation. Does she live in Limpopo? Absolutely. So oh. she watches the show daily, religiously. Doesn't really like sports, but she supports me. Uh, you know, That's great, though. She, she, she's there for the fam. Having said that, she is one of the most Betty people you have ever met in okay. your entire life. Okay. I think I know where you're going with this, but continue. Yeah. So, the, uh, because nobody answered the question that I asked. Because I always say, guys, whatever guys do, it's to it's for ladies, right? Sure. Like, I, I'm sorry, I'm not no, going to be convinced. You're not delusional. You, 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 you're speaking truths. Yes. You reckon, him? So, she, uh, she was trying to explain to me what type of woman is attracted to uh, the Cavella wearing, uh, and what did you, the tycoon pants. Yeah. Cavella wearing. Oh, the, 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 the starter pack, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, you maybe want to just, um, just give us the starter pack again. So, give us some context as to what the Cavella vibe is that I was talking about. I, I, I thought it was just a, a baby thing. And no, I it's said, a hood thing. Okay. Talk, talk, so, talk the, hood, the hood starter pack, right? Yeah. So, Cavellas are expensive shoes. Yeah. But um, loafers, yeah, loafers, driving shoes, <laughs> as they call them. Um, but there's a certain type of person that wears them in South Africa. We don't know about Italy. We've never, I've never been to Italy, so I can't answer for the Italians. Yes, but it's the you know the the guys in the hood, you know that yeah that are blowing money fast, BMFing. You know what I mean? So it's the Cavellas, it's the Brentwood or Dickies. Which is what kind of pants? Tycoon pants. And what is that? Skinny cut or what? No, no, no. Stra- the straightest cut ever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not tapered. You just off the rack. So the 501, but... But like chinos. Got you. And then, yeah, they also beige and then they hit um, the floral shirt. Yes, man. That's a... I've arrived. And, you know, hey, it's probably got a gold tooth or, you know, some some sort of um, precious metal in their mouth. So, yes. Yeah. Then, you know, that guy, that guy's dangerous. Yeah. He's not to be trifled with in the hood. That's the guy. All yeah. right. So my cousin calls me. Long phone call. I'm talking 45 minutes here, by the she way. She was. Yeah, yeah. Now, she's calling me to, number one, say thank God, because she hates, uh, and she's from the hood. She, yeah. Uh, she lives, shout out Flora Park. She lives in the oh, hood. See, Flora Park. Yeah. Oh, Flora Sh- Park. Flora. So uh, she's done well. Qualified lady. But if you hood, you hood. And she's just, she's doing okay now in business yeah. And, yeah. and stuff. Uh, you know, super disciplined person. But she lives in Flora Park, which isn't hood hood, but it's, it, I could say it's that. It's adjacent. It's, it's adjacent. adjacent. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's hood adjacent, adjacent where there's, you know, in every, uh, so Ekasi, there's always the nice part where people actually look after it. Yes. And it's almost like you, Usema Sababsi. Yeah. She lives in that transition. It's, it's hood adjacent. That's what, what I say. Is that hood adjacent? Yeah. So yeah, she's got her own little spot there, Flora Park. Yeah. Anyway, so she calls me. And she said, thank God for that public service announcement. But she did say mm. that she just met a guy. And uh, my cousin's what, 32 now. Yeah. Um, who's that guy at 32. And he's like so nice and so cool. And she was wondering why I got a problem with it. Even though she's got a problem with it and is not attracted to those types of guys. She says now she's caught in that dilemma. So I just thought I'd throw this out here. And, and I said, 
you know, because she knows what I think about anyone attracted to that type of person. What do you think about them? Tell, tell me. Actually, uh, I want to hear this. I want to know what the problems are at home. Cause oh, you think she's acting? Oh, okay. I don't, no, but she's fine. She's an accountant who's doing well. She can mold him, Moss. You reckon that's what's going to happen? How huh? old is the guy? That's the thing. Oh, yeah. I didn't really get into those details. I was just not revolted because, you know, just guys, taking a back, I was like, just huh? like, oh, okay. You, of all people. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, I was like, not you. But yeah, she's, you know, hey, if you heard, you heard. And shout out to her going to Tucky's and completing a, a chartered accounting degree. But we are what we are. So she just said, I must maybe throw out there, what type of women are actually attracted to this? Because her and I actually didn't get to a conclusion what it says about her that she's now with a Cavella guy possibly in, in the short to medium term. So people are going to assume that she drinks either Irreds or Savannah. Yeah. Reds or Savannah. Yeah. And hey. So what does that say? Because we have a lot of international viewers. What do girls that drink E and they drink Savannah dry? Yeah. Yeah. yeah which has that stench. Eh? And besides the stench, do, do, do you know what Savannah dry does to people? Let's hear it. They're the reason that, you know, when we're in hard lockdown, there's yeah. a booze ban. <laughs> When they, it's all to me. You know what I mean? They put um the so they put the, the the bottles on their head and they start dancing with them and yeah, it's it's actually sensational to watch. And, and you know what it is? Everybody in the hood, right? Because like my family is poor, and to uh to middle class, uh some people is, yeah. you know, people who live in the hood, that is actually not what ninety nine point nine percent of the society is like. Yeah, exactly. So everyone always says, "Oh, he's so hood." Those people are the representatives for hardworking, decent families. Yeah. yeah. Like most people in the hood. They get up every day. They, go, they, they go, go put some food on the table. Yeah. And yeah. It's not that. It's not that. Not I everyone's sh- buying a cavella. So yeah. my thing maybe, uh, and thanks for the therapy, uh, is mm. maybe it's like, oh, it's because most of my family, that's how they're being represented. Yeah. When I know my family's not like that. Yeah. Because those people represent the brash and the loud people that... They kind of have a lot of money or they, they want to seem like they have a lot of money. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they're trying to, you know, that girl that wasn't, you know, in their radar now. Ha, look at me now. Yeah, my thing is, uh, you know, I just don't understand where guys get the money uh, because, like, I, I'm i so frugal with my personal finances. Mm. There's no ways I can afford a $300, $400 pair of shoes willy-nilly. Like, there's no ways. That they, but, you know, people... People want to keep up appearances in the hood. You That's know? what it is. Eh? Yeah, people want to keep up appearances in the hood. So you'll get people in the hood, They, their house is not that great or whatever, but hey, they're driving luxury German cars. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's... Hey, it's a different level. But anyway, so you haven't really helped my cousin there as to what it says about her. I, I, can't, mean, I, can't, I can't answer it as well because I'm not a woman. Yeah, and she knows she's got problems because there's no ways after everything my aunt did for her, she should be with that Cavella guy. Come on. And your, but, your aunt probably will be, she'll be disappointed. Yeah, she lives in Durban now. She said, she, I'm leaving Limpopo. My aunt, you, you know she's I mean? retiring in Durban now. Also an accountant. I've had enough of Flora Park. I'm moving to Durban. You know what I mean? So, so, so now imagine, now, and my aunt does watch the show as well. But also, now this guy, this guy, what, what does he do for a living? Okay, I didn't, I didn't get to these questions. You I see, was, those are the important I was questions. shocked. I was just not you. For me, you, you know, have you ever received information and you're just, you're trapped now? Yeah. It's like, ganja. But have you met the type of men that she goes for before? Yes. And normally what Not is that? Not the type. Usually squares. She's an accountant. 
She's usually squares, like square, guy, tie, isonto, whatever people do. And now here's my man. Maybe crisis nyan. Maybe crisis nyan. She's, uh, what is it? A, uh, uh, she suffered a crisis of confidence. It's a uh, crisis. Yeah, I know. She, she down bad. That's what I basically told her. <laughs> she down bad right now. So shout out to the guys that are wearing Carvelas because they're getting accountants now. And here we are, hey, crying, uh, single men crying by themselves out here. Uh, haters go hate. Um, listen, again, if you live in the hood, uh, like, my family's from there. Uh, not everyone wants Cavellas, but <laughs> what did you say? Brentwood. Brentwood. Brentwood, okay. No, shout out. Um, James, you're from the West Rand, or, or at least that's where you, you kind of, you know, uh, the roots are, are laid. Is, is there a, a West Rand type of typical oak or lady that's you know if you see them uh dressed the way they are um you kind of like oh that's a west rand oak or or, or chicky um i i i plead i plead the fifth why what, what are you scared of because your lady lives out that way or what's the story why why can't you say she doesn't live out that way yeah she lives even further she she lives by where the feltskun oaks are <laughs> 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 well, you didn't say it, but it's. Did That's, I lie? Jen? This is why I'm pleading the fifth. Okay, so it's not about you, lady. Is just talk to me about the West Rand and what oaks are. What drawl at all? I. I'm very conscious of offending a large group of people at this point in time. Do you know some of them? Is that why you, you, you've got to be careful here? Um, yes, and some of them are actually very, A, very good family friends, B, I work with them, or C, are uh, some of my best friends. Excellent. Now, let's get into it. Uh, let, let's hear, give us a tiny little thing. What is it? Otherwise, I'm going to have to say some classic Western stereotypes and you, and then everyone's going to get offended. So I'd rather hear it from one of their own. You know what I mean? Um, I think, yeah, you know what I think's uniquely Western and it's, it's sort of catching on here and there, um, is jeans and slip slops. Outstanding one there, James. Talk to me about the jeans, socks and slip uh, and, and flip flops often turned up at the bottom. Seen it, seen it many, many times while I'm walking through Clearwater Mall. Um, <laughs> I, I get the the fashion sense of long pants and and slip slops. That's that's dope. But jeans and the socks and the flip flip. No, no, guys, no, 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 guys, no. Why are we wearing a jacket with that? Is, is it cold or is it not? Why are you wearing flops? That's with what I'm saying. Yeah. Also, it'll be negative. Tw- so if you go over the mountain in the West Strand, right? Yes. And people from the West Strand know what I'm talking about. If you go over the mountain... When you say over the mountain, just give us a sort of... What, what does that mean, actually, to those of us who, who wouldn't dare go there? Um, it's, um, it's a little bit like if you've reached... So and so, you've gone too far. Okay, so what is that area called, James? Uh, I think so, that so that's deep Krugersdorp, right? So, so, so once you go past, because where are you from? Um, uh, I lived in Honeydew for a very long time. Okay, so Honeydew, you reckon once you go sort of past Honeydew, uh, and you get to uh, let's say Kriersdorp, because what's the order? If Honeydew, Kriersdorp. It's it's Honey Honeydew. Like Little Falls ish, yeah, and then 
it, depending on which side, it could be like Florida and then Kreersdorp. It and could be like Little Falls and then Silver Star, Kreersdorp. You know? So, so after, after sort of Little Falls, that's when... Oof. That's when you've definitely... You've, you've crossed a threshold uh, somewhere. Wow. You, so you're, you're just saying anybody who didn't live in Honeydew, anywhere past Honeydew, nope, you're not going there. And uh, that's tough. That's tough. I mean, James... Uh, I can see why you didn't want to say anything. That is unbelievably <laughs> scathing. Um, and talk to me about what one thing I have noticed about the ladies out there. They're still doing the sort of 70s, 80s big hairstyles. Some of the some of the Afrikaans poppies are still doing that. Um, often the classic short, kind of a step short at the back, but it's a massive bob on top. I mean, what are we still doing there, ladies? Some might say a current haircut. Just, um, and, and I've got to say, um, at this stage, it's important to note if you're going to do the short thing, um, I have seen a photo, obviously, on your personal um, WhatsApp. You do have your mom there. If you're going to do short hair, that's the one you want to go for, where your mom's kept it super tidy and neat everywhere. Is uh, I'm a presentable adult instead of the massive bob and um, all I do, my job is to cook for my husband at home kind of look. I, I don't know if you know the one I'm talking about. Definitely got the blonde highlights for whatever reason that get touched up. Even though you're like 55, it's unbelievable how blonde you are on top of a brunette. Um, kind of bob, you know what I mean? Look, look, the West Strand is not short of um, of hairstyles. Sure. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh. All right, James. I don't want to put you in a position. It's tough. It's tough. It's tough to, you, you know, it's always toughest to sort of have a go at your own people. You know, when I tell people, I was trying to tell James this morning, hopefully his relationship now with his lady lasts forever, but don't marry it closer. Like, don't do it. You, you know, my father always says, only idiots learn from their own mistakes. Is I'm telling you now, I'm don't go there. That, you need to have the matrix code before you enter there. Otherwise, there's no way. You must be so sure. Your DNA, no DNA is ready unless you're closer for closer women. So, don't do it. That's one thing absolutely not to do. But, uh, yeah, the, the, I mean, the other thing there is, James, there is no way I would ever, uh, in my wildest dreams, date anybody from the West Rand. It's just too much for me. Anywhere beyond sort of 14th Avenue. Uh, shout out if you live in, in this, uh, South Africa. You know where that is. Maybe Gordon. I mean, when we that's get to... That's even a stretch, actually. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's... obviously, I, I wouldn't date anybody past, past Hyde Park, but I was trying to be nice. Mm. Oh, yeah, because I thought you, uh, forgot mm. you were the, the northern suburbs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm unapologetic about that. You're um, I have mm. a I have a Bermuda Triangle that extends to around Houghton, if you're going to the south. I don't go past St. John's, that Houghton Drive there. And um, absolutely not. I just won't do it. And Ravonia Road going this way. I'm not uh, going to the east. You know what I'm saying, James? So, so it's like... What what area is is too far for you in terms of the north though? Like four oh. ways, is that out of your? Oh no, well, four ways I just cut out. I would so so don't think of it like that. Yeah, four ways I just cut out. That's starting to get shaky already. Uh, it extends all the way to about Houghton. Not sure if you know where that is. Yeah. Sort of just after Ilovo, but I cut it off at St John's. That bottom That's road. Quite a large area. Yeah, yeah, but I mean that whole area includes Hyde Park, Bryanston, uh, you know what I mean, Ilovo. I can work and I can I know what I'm working with there. A, a, a lot of devious human beings in that world, but I kind of know the the matrix there. Anything else? Uh, <laughs> West Rand, East Rand, absolutely not doing it. Not on my worst day. You said matrix because well, I can't make that joke. We're alive. Yeah, that's, that's awkward. Anyway, all right, so like <laughs> James, good to know you don't love your own people, but uh, that's not a surprise to anyone. Okay, let's get to some sport. Very, very good. Um, 
Senzo, before I come to you, I just want to I just want to give you my opinion quickly about Argentina, Brazil. For those who don't know and didn't see it, um, <laughs> the most farcical thing you will ever see: Argentina, Brazil, arguably the biggest international football match there is on planet Earth. Uh, often for the last twenty twenty five years, uh, in terms of quality, uh, these two teams have held some of the best players of of the last sort of two or three generations in football, but. Before I get into it, you, you know, I, I really thought about this situation before I wanted to talk about it, is that if you ever look throughout history, criminals are always ahead of the police, right? And it's actually because of what they were built for, you know, is crime, it's my job, right? And police are, are there to stop, they are there to prevent. They are not there to think ahead of criminals, they just don't, that's not what they built for. It's not the essence of being police, is you can't stop crime before it's happened. I think of the beginning. It's not minority report. It's not. It's certainly not minority report. So, proactive versus reactive, right? Criminals, proactive. It's my job. This is what we do. Like professionals. Professionals and this is how we make money. Uh, FIFA, UEFA and the EPL are like the police. They are always, always, always reactive. And you know why? It's because the tragedy of organizations, especially when they get too big, is that competent people leave. That's why competent people are never uh, too often in the same place. They're either the CEO, CFO, or they jump in companies. You hear the guy's got six, seven jobs. He's sitting on six, seven boards. There's a reason for that. It's competent people in organizations understand that numbers bring lack of quality. So the smart people work for football clubs. Because that's where you want to be. You want to be at the forefront of it. You want to be with billionaires. You want to be in touch with, we're doing the right thing the whole time. Um, an incredible situation has arisen. Just absolutely incredible. And... I love saying this again. I was right, right? When we first broke this, I think it was on Thursday or Friday last week, mm-hmm. La Celso and Romero. I said, the first thing I said was, wait, did these guys go without their teams knowing? Because all the evidence led to me thinking, wait, why would this be a thing if everybody was on board? If Tottenham had spoken to the uh, Argentine Football Association, who had spoken to the Brazilian Football Association, this wouldn't be a story. So someone had lied or broken the rule somewhere. It turns out La Salsa and Romero left without permission. Mm. They are going to be fined. So that's one thing. But the other interesting thing, and here's why I say it's reactive. Martinez and Buendia, Emmy Martinez and Emmy Buendia at Aston Villa are not going to be fined because they had cleared it with Aston Villa and they had uh, installed the protocol. Th- that tells me, red light there, somebody at, uh, in the English Premier League needs to uh, answer for this. Because here's what's happened. Don't let each club dictate how they're going to deal with it. That's asking for a mess. The NFL are the best in the world at doing this. Roger Goodell lays it out for you to play it out. Here's what you are going to do, right? And if you don't like it, go. That's how we do it. You have to have a powerful leader. And the problem with Richard Scudamore having left the English Premier League, and I said this before, when he left, he took the soul of the Premier League with him. The Premier League rose because Scudamore, make no mistake, was an absolute tyrant. And he ran that thing. You've never heard of these problems before. Forget the pandemic. There, there was a time when international uh, football tried to kind of bully the Premier League and they got put back in their place very, very quickly by Scudamore. He says, the Premier League is king here and UEFA cannot stand England because of Scudamore. We'll dictate to you. But the fact that Aston Villa and Spurs have different policies, is the Premier League's fault. It is nobody else's fault. It is The Premier League should have gotten ahead of this a year ago, two years ago, when we got lo- locked down. But I'll tell you what, um, there's another problem for reactive people. 
FIFA and UEFA were actually built to run amateur football. They weren't, run, they weren't built to run business. Those are not the same thing. And it's a very interesting time now, and we can see with the corruption, everything that's spilt out with Blatter and Falker, is that there were no systems in place, correction and balances, right, checks and balances, for corruption. You know why? Because it wasn't built to have trillions flowing through it. It was built to organize football matches and tournaments. That's administration. That is not business. That's not what they were built for, and they don't know what to do when billionaires come along and say, no, 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 that's prohibitive. We don't like red tape. We're going to do the ESL. They don't know what to do. And you saw that again, is that now Tottenham are going, no, 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 no. We don't care about your qualifiers. That's an asset. Excuse me, we must decide. And it, it, it's, it's an absolute mess. Um, you know, new organizations are needed, folks. We must move on from UEFA. We must move on from FIFA. Because now I tell you what, if FIFA want to be taken seriously, they have to do something which they've never been able to do, do before. They have to drop the hammer on the EPL, uh, on the uh, Liga E, La Liga, and Serie A. I'll tell you why. It's because you cannot r- rankle, you cannot have billionaires upset at you. They know that now. They know what happens when billionaires get upset. They start their own league. Uh, we, we saw what happened. So do not mess with assets, and it is embarrassing. Folks, the FAs don't matter. We need new organizations. And I just want to say this. There, there's a terrible situation if you're African coming up. Um, but players need to be very careful. I said this up front. I said it to Senzo. Uh, I said it to um, Paolo. Focus on the money. Stop caring about your country. I know you get sold the dream. I know players get sold to South Americans, Africans. I know you guys love your people. And focus on the money. Because I'll tell you what. Everybody who's saying you hate your country, when you retire in five years and you left five, ten million euros on the table, they're going to be the same people who are cheering <laughs> for the next guy. So please don't get sucked into the romance. If you're a player, forget about the national pride. It's nonsense. It's nonsense. The only pride you have is the money you're going to make for ten years in a football career. Forget about the rest. There is no romance in business. Football is no longer an amateur sport. Focus on the money. I'll finish off on this. Uh, Keita cost £54 million uh, to Liverpool Football Club. He was caught in a coup d'etat and they couldn't get a hold of him from what I've read for about 10 hours. That is correct. Like, listen, John W. Henry's not playing. I'm not, I'm not paying uh, £54 million for an asset to be in the middle of nowhere and I don't know where. And listen, as Africans, we hate to hear this. Let me tell you something. In Europe, they just hear Africa. They, they, don't, they don't know the difference between Burundi and Santon. Mm. They don't, they just hear Africa. Woo! John W. Henry's not coming here. He's not, he's just hearing Africa. Let me tell you something that's going to happen. I said it before and I'll say it again. Mo Salah, Sadio Mane, and now certainly uh, Keita will not be at AFCON in Cameroon in January. It is almost certain to me now. And this kind of amateur behavior, uh, Brazil, Argentina, this is why Africa will suffer. And it, it breaks my heart. But then just to, yeah, just to expand on what you said. Um, so the, Aston Villa chairman, uh, Christian Perslow, says, um, what happened in Brazil on Sunday was one of the most extraordinary things I've ever seen watching football in all my life. And he says that um, clubs will be incredibly nervous about releasing their players in the future for internationals. Right? And as well, a story has developed um, not too long ago. That say, they say FIFA has opened disciplinary proceedings involving both the Brazilian and, Argent- and Argentine FAs mm-hmm. following the suspension of Sunday's World Cup qualifier. 
It's so amateur. It's it's a mess. You, you know, you know, there are people on both sides who need to be fired because yes. there are admin people that are employed. Like, it, it, don't put it in the players' hands to go and lie at the airport, right? Because the, the, what happened, the British players or those four players, uh, uh, Buendia, Martinez, La Celso, Romero, should have stated that we've come from England. They would have had to quarantine for 14 days. Yes, yes. But do you know what? Take it out of their hands. Who in the Argentine, Brazilian, Aston Villa... And Tottenham uh, sort of admin department. They need to. They didn't need to do the paperwork. They need to come explain because all those guys need to come show what happened because like it's not the players' fault. Yeah. The players want to play football. Yeah. So if you let me through the gates, I'm gonna. I'm, get, I'm going. The admin people should have taken care of this. Somebody at Tottenham needs to pay. Somebody at Villa needs to pay. Hmm. Somebody at uh, Argentina, Argentina footballers and, and someone from Brazil. Unbelievable. But I'm happy. Folks, I am happy about it, just so people know. I'm ecstatic about it. International football is useless to everybody. I know people like the romance. It is not the best available product anymore. The best product is the Premier League. The second best is the Champions League. The rest is just put it up on the wall uh, downstairs somewhere. Nobody cares. We'll check the highlights. International football is dangerous to expensive assets. And all it does for me, for highly paid unbelievably skilled people is put them at risk of a 40 50 40 50 million pound contract what is the benefit for players to play international football stop telling me about glory romance is dead folks these guys get 140 150,000 pounds a week that's where it's at but just to just to just to um expand on that um Arsene Wenger was saying that um he wants major tournaments to be every summer and fewer qualifiers during the year so Anyway, and Arsene Wenger works for FIFA, and he's been on the other side of the of the spectrum as well. Yeah, listen, Arsene Wenger, tricky guy as well. I mean, he's now apologizing, yeah, but, but he's right. Anyway, look, folks, let's just pay the players. And if you're a player, just stop with the romance. I'm, I'm really not interested. All right. Uh, remember, if you're just joining us on YouTube, please like, share, subscribe. Uh, this is the MKT Show. CliffCentral.com Right on. Right on. Uh, the young kids uh, are saying socials now. Um, we're going to get straight into it. I mean, social media, obviously the most reliable thing in the world. Nobody's ever lied on there or, or tried to be somebody they're not. So I believe everything that happens on there sends us to what do we have in the socials today, Paul? So first and foremost, um, the Springbok team was announced today, this yeah. morning. Yeah. And it's serious. It's on. Uh, they were trying to show Australia that they don't. We are trying to obliterate them okay so i haven't seen the team uh hit me with the good stuff we're well, trying to massacre them let's start up front what sort of fat boys are we playing so we've got Kitsov, mm-hmm. bonambi malherba oh oh i mean uh, that that as a front row is meat solid bonambi's an animal dude. he's, he's a, too good he's a pit bull it's too good yes yeah. and then um second row we've got uh Itzabeth and lutiaka Okay, so full full squad there. Full squad. And then um Colisi captain, Mostert at seven. Dwayne Vermeulen is back at eight. Oh, let's go. Let's go. Uh Faf Detlag nine, Pollard ten, Babimpi eleven, Delinda twelve, Arm thirteen, Spoon Corsi at fourteen. Yeah. And then LaRue fifteen. And then I'll, I'll substitute Marx, Nje, Koch, Van Staden, Smith, Visa, Herschel Janchis, and Willemser. Uh, we f- fifty. It's gonna be a bloodbath. Fifty-five, twelve. 
Think so? Yeah, because you, you know the All Blacks piled fifty the week I said they'd pile fifty on them. Uh, shout out to me on Twitter there uh, announcing that one way before. Um, is that we will just com- continue to do where they are soft because the All Blacks were were mauling and uh, destroying them uh, in the scrum and. Yeah. If- if the All Blacks can do that, what are we going to do to them? And we won't change. The All Blacks try and throw it out wide and yeah, yeah. all this nonsense. No, we won't change. We're going to be mauling from the halfway line, try time, Bonambi, try, pick that thing up, Pollard, maybe even drop kick it at some stage. <laughs> yeah. You don't even need the T. Uh, oh, this is awesome. Because, you know what? I'm genuinely upset with Australian rugby right now. It's like, do you take it seriously or not? So let's erode it. L- l- let's Let's finish it off. I want them to feel the pain. Yeah, let, let's finish it off. And, and I want it to be uber physical let's as well. Let's finish it off. Completely, yeah. Let's kill it if it wasn't dead already. Mm. I'm done with them. I'm so done with them. Uh, they're wasting everybody's time. And it's going to be in Australia, so that's going to be brilliant. It's like a home game for South Africans, really. There's yeah. so many South Africans. In Brisbane. Oh, Brisbane, Vegas, been there, mate. Um, Gold Coast. Boiling hot, oh, just maul it, just maul it, and then 60th minute bomb squad, Marks comes on, who else is on the bench? Oxygen. Visa. Oh, Visa's on the Jay bench. Koch is there. Just, uh, Vincent Koch. Uh, Van Vin- Mark, no, it's over, finished it. Bomb squad, so it's 35-7 after 60 yeah. minutes. Then Saban again. Take it to 50. Because you know, Marx is coming on, obviously turn everything over. Yeah. Australia already useless in the tight five. Turn everything over. He flips it out. Flip chips it over the top. My pimpy try. Oh. You know what I'm looking for in early in the game? Spicy plum, maybe ball in hand. He's, mm-hmm. for whatever reason, he's at center. Mm-hmm. Dummies inside. Kurundrani, forget it. Bounce. Blind pass. My pimpy try. And then he gets his hat trick somewhere there right it in is. the first half. No, it's, you've got you've left you've you've got it down to oh, it's going to be awesome. When uh, when is that? Is it is, uh, is that Sunday morning stuff? Again? No, no, no. It's five minutes past twelve on Saturday. On Saturday, that's great. Afternoon, I'll go for a little training run in the morning. Come back. No, it's Sunday, Sunday. Sorry, Sunday, Sunday twelfth September. Five minutes past 12. They've done well there because the Premier League, obviously with Champions League, uh, for those of us with teams, unlike Arsenal, who won't be in the Champions League, will know that we're playing on Saturday. Um, all of the games, all of the big teams playing yeah. Saturday. So there's only one game. I think it's Liverpool on Sunday, James. I think they've done you guys a number there. It's Liverpool, whoever. I you, think it's the only game on Sunday. Champions League? We're, we're on Tuesday. Yeah, well, I mean, the big teams are... are, are I, I, I don't even know when Chelsea are. Uh, James, Liverpool playing on Sunday. Would you guys like a comprehensive fixture list? I have one. Sure. I, I do have one. Sure, yeah, sure, do, do, sure, do that, sure. Do us that solid, mate. Let's I, hear it. I'm, I'm going to do it, even though this is uh, social media with Senzo. No, yeah. go, go in, bro. Um, so. I can actually see you typing there. You didn't have it. You, you're just busy Googling. No, no but it's here now. I okay, know all right. We're we making a fuss right, of things. Oh, oh, all right, sure. Um, do we want all the fixtures or just like the big? Just the English teams. Uh, okay. No, the guys are involved in Champions League. Yeah. So, not Arsenal then. Um, <laughs> so, we have Tottenham and Crystal Palace. <laughs> yeah. Um, on Saturday the 11th at Hoppus 1. Uh-huh. We have Arsenal-Norwich, Saturday the 11th at 4. Okay. Man United. Hey, six-pointer. Pro- Don't go past that. That's a huge game for both clubs. Oh, Relegation yes. battle, whichever. The relegation dogfight. Yeah, whichever <laughs> one loses that. I mean, that's a six-pointer. Yeah. Arsenal and Norwich are locked in it at the moment. Norwich, uh, obviously above Arsenal because... Arsenal are just the worst team in the history of mankind. Um, if Arsenal lose, I think, is it 
by 4-0 or, or, or yeah, or that scoreline. Worst line, start ever. It'll be the worst start in the history of English football ever. Minus 12 after four games without scoring. So, shout out to Max Ahrens. Max Ahrens, by the way, now playing for Norwich, uh, there was a time when he was going to move to Arsenal. Imagine him right now going, thank Ooh, the Lord. Imagine. Yeah. So, yeah, that's happening. Arsenal, Norwich... Um, Saturday the 11th at 4 o'clock. Why didn't they put that on Sunday? And put Liverpool on Saturday, right? Okay, but keep going, James. Um, Man United, Newcastle, Saturday the 11th at 4. Big yeah. game. That's going to be a great game to watch just for the atmosphere. I mean, the, the right, that, that's a, people forget that's a North proper derby. Yeah. Well, not a derby per se, but it's the, the rivalry's fierce. Yeah. It's going to be an awesome game. North Plus, against Northwest. Steve Bruce, there's a whole thing there. There's a whole thing. It's awesome. Maybe Ronaldo makes his debut then. Come off the bench. Yeah. Yeah, either to rescue you or at 3 0. What if he starts and he does the thing? (gasps) I just realized something. Let's hear it. And Man United haven't been this for a good while. Let's hear it. And call me whatever name you want. Sure. But Man United's going to be a one man team again. (laughs) Shut the hell up. (laughs) You should know all about that. Actually, no, Senzo, I'll let you take that one. I mean, nah, you should know. When was the it. last time we were a one man team? Steven Gerrard, um, Virgil van Dyke breaks, he's, 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 he, whatever he gets mm. broken, you guys mm. are no, Virgil was injured. Um, Mo Salah, if Mo Salah doesn't score, mm. um, yeah, you know, you guys, so, so Steven Gerrard took us to one trophy once, and he, that makes us a one man team, yeah, because other than that, what, what, what did you win, my boy? Man United's a one-man team because only one player scores their goals and free kicks. Oh, sorry, two now. You're a two-man team. It's going to be Bruno and Ronaldo. When are we playing Liverpool? I think in October. Yeah, you must sit next to me so I can slap your face when you give you five. <laughs> Guys, maybe we should do a watch-along for that. I kind of like that there's an, uh, tr- trouble in the camp here. A lot of um, great emotions. I mean, Senzo's face tells me everything I need to know. James. No, you see, I'll take it from anybody but a scouser. Mm. <laughs> Once in 30 years. Not on your worst day. What? Who are they? Um, Saturday the 11th, 4 o'clock, Leicester, Manchester City. Big game. Yeah. Um, Chelsea, Aston Villa, Saturday the 11th at Hopper 6. They won't have their goalkeeper. If Chelsea don't score 10 there, that's, uh, that says something about Tuchel. Uh, Liverpool leads uh, on Sunday at Hopper 5. That doesn't make sense. They, you're, you, you, they I, I know Arsenal, for a fact you're Arsenal in the Champions year. League. Who, Liverpool? Yes. Yes. So what they should do is switch Arsenal and Norwich. Hey, blockbuster Sunday. Who will get relegated out of these two? Arsenal, obviously the greatest stadium, the most expensive tickets in the world, by the way. Are they going to be relegated if they lose to Norwich? Like, that's the Sunday game. Because you know what Arsenal have to do, uh, James, between Sunday and the next week when the games are on? Um Go to training. That's And don't even. Don't go. Don't go because you don't have Champions League. Take Monday and Tuesday off. Why don't you guys go hang out with your wives? Maybe go and do some shopping. Maybe maybe go and see what... Uh, maybe go watch some championship games because next year there's a good chance Arsenal are going to be there. Get used to stadiums where uh, there, there isn't... They, they're not pouring the, the beers on tap like at the Premier League stadiums. Maybe, uh, you, you know, uh, maybe they've got those gas things that you, you buy sort of at like macro in South Africa where it's, it's actually... It's a draft thing but you've got to press it yourself and it could be, it's the championship and, and, and there's no pasta uh, sort of pasta pesto in the championship. You've got terrible doughy sandwiches. Maybe, maybe Arsenal should go and get used to that. I, I had a pretty wacky thought the other day. It's um, Arsenal have gone from, you know those like promos that they do for like Super Saturday Clash? Yes. Like El Clasico and yes. City versus Chelsea. And whatever. Yes. Arsenal can no longer be in those. 
They are now in the relegation battle promos. That's so true. Uh, the big one. Yeah. Carrow Road. Yeah, 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 yeah. A relegation dogfight. Yeah. <laughs> Who will survive? <laughs> Arsenal Football Club. North London. Can they survive? The most, the most terrible start in English league history. As Tottenham are top of the league after three games, will Arsenal emerge to, to recover? Did you ever think you'd hear this? Uh, to yeah. get their season started. The pride of North London. London. Who will take over? Uh, is Song Hyun Min the best player to ever play in the Premier League from the North? They're saying. What a, what a calamity. What a hilarious situation. Like, honestly speaking, can you imagine if Arsenal lose to Norwich on, on Saturday? No, it's done, dude. Oh, Arteta out. It's done, bro. Is he out, eh? It's finished, bro. Like, I'm just looking at the log, right? And I know it's still early days, okay? But we live in a world where Tottenham and West Ham are on top of the log and Arsenal are fighting for relegation. Like, that's the, that's what makes it worse. But the thing is, as well, do you know if Arsenal... If Arsenal lose this weekend, right? So the only guys that they've played who are really serious are City. Yeah. And you're 0 for 4. <laughs> they lost 2-0 to... Uh... A Brent... Brentford. Yeah. Their goal difference is negative nine, guys. Negative nine. So if you lose now, no. <laughs> oh, it's a long way back. <laughs> and they have zero. Sorry, points. I just want to see something quickly. How do, they, how do you have negative nine? You've played Brentford and what was the other team? They played City and? Um, didn't they play Ch- Chelsea? Chelsea? Oh, okay. Well, okay. Chelsea, no, right? no, you, that, but two of those losses. So okay, so Chelsea I can explain. City I can explain. They've leaked seven goals in two home fixtures. Brentford, what are we doing there? What are we doing against Brentford? They said, yeah, here's a warm-up. Here's a, here's a teaser. <laughs> Arsenal are just... You, you're not Arsenal are. They are that um, the girl who was unbelievably hot in high school. And then you get to university. Every high school's hot girl is there. And you're just another person now. And you don't, you're reeling. And then you have a drinking problem because you don't get the attention you had. Hold on, hold on, hold on. In high school, it is awful. Arsenal man. peaked once upon a time and never again. That's, that, that's what I'm saying. Hot girl at your own. Like you go to like Potency High or whatever. And you obviously uh, like Miss, uh, like Yafro Pumpkin or whatever. Pampoon of the year or whatever they call the beauty pageants there. And then you come through and sort of St. Anne's and St. Mary's have sent the big dogs through. And, and now you're just another girl in, 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 in Mats 101. Oh, that is tough. <laughs> this is make or break for Arsenal because the thing is, this is at home, right? And yes. Arsenal will have this Norwich fixture at home. Then they have to travel to Burnley, which could be a bit tricky. It's always ugly. And then at EFL Cup, they got Wimbledon. Then Tottenham come to the Emirates. Oh, that's going to be... Th- that's when Arteta gets fired. I, I think Norwich... Oh, you, th- you think they're yeah, going to because... wait until the, the, the North London derby? And that's going to be ugly. Because imagine by then, Harry Kane's obviously fired his brother. He's actually got a proper agent by then. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be so ugly. Uh, five, six, no? Tottenham? Because Tottenham are doing it. Yeah, they, they're hot. And Kane hasn't played. But they... No, but they don't really need Los Celso. That's the thing. <sighs> that's so ugly. All right, Arsenal. Cheers. Yeah, you, you, you know, dead. As Get de- out of here. As dead as, as dead as Disco. Get the hell out of here, that's, that's all, is what you're saying. I know. Uh, no, Buzz, I mean. So, shout out to Arsenal embarrassing themselves, and then shout out to the Springboks. So, not only am I going to love the fact that Arsenal are now. Do you still love it? I'd, I just feel sorry for them now. Like, it's embarrassing. Like, it's beyond. We've gone past the point of joking now. You, you know what Arsenal should do? Very honestly. Let the ladies' team play in the Premier League. Do you know the, their, their ladies' team's good. I'm sure. I'm sure. Like, do you know the serious teams? 
when they see Arsenal, they're right, lol. Boys, um, you don't have to, you, we don't have to come to training for this one. I'll see you, we'll see you boys on wherever we're playing them. They're a Wednesday fixture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are the equivalent of a Wednesday fixture. They are hilarious. Boys, you don't even have to wear suits for this one. You know, it's track suits. You know, you guys can come with your Gucci bags and all that. Yeah, yeah, the swag. And the earphones. The earphones. <laughs> Most of those players are listening to nothing, by the way. That's just uh, well, Beats by Grey. Yeah, no, that, no, that's sponsorship. Yeah. They're, they're, most of them I can hear. Because why are they all mean mug? They're in the zone, but also no, no zone in the mm-hmm. Arsenal. You know, you're gonna see Bruno and Ronaldo get off and getting off the bus, laughing, shirts untucked. You know? And as <laughs> we've seen with Paulo Diaz, Portuguese guys need no reason. I mean, shout out to Cristiano Ronaldo in 30 degrees pitching up in a sweater. Portuguese guys are just like black guys. Swag will never be Swag sacrificed never does, for, for comfort. We, we will never do it. You saw him yesterday when he got to no, training. In a, sweater, in a sweater. But I don't know if you saw the meeting with Oli. Uh, yeah. the, the, the memes have been electric yeah. from that. The guy's wearing a sweater. I understand it was yeah. 30 degrees in England yesterday. Yeah. Come on, CR7. He's cool enough, boy. It ain't going to happen, eh? Aye. Shout out to Portuguese guys and black guys. They don't, we, black guys and Did Portuguese you see him guys. With the earring is <laughs> all those black guys. The, he's Hoop, got black tendencies eh? Hoop earring Oh come on There he is CR7 In training boy Cristiano Hoop Ronaldo Hoop Is back earring, at Manchester boy. United Look at that I mean He's done his hair He's actually The hair looks different From the meeting he had with Oli Which was also on social media About 10 minutes before this photo uh, Shout out to Cristiano Ronaldo Having a different haircut For business meetings And for training What a legend of the game I mean James look at those arms mate He's 36 years old Wayne Rooney compared to that out here looking like a grandfather. I mean, CR7, James, an example for all of us. Well, you know how I said I'm on this health drive now. Yes. Right? This is um, this is my motivation. I'm going to be bigger and stronger. Yeah, you choose scars, you're motivated, but, but that says everything. There's no one in Liverpool that looks like that. I, I may it's, be a scars, but yeah. I can still appreciate. Great is great. Exactly. No, I feel you. Hey, yeah. CR7. Are if, you going to appreciate it once he bangs a hat-trick at the cop in Anfield? Hey, we've spoken about this. I'm I'm a huge, huge Ronaldo fan, and watching him against Liverpool is going to hurt. But like, just having him back in the Premier League, honestly, I'm so excited for it. Good for all of us. All right, Cristiano Ronaldo back at Manchester United. Br football. Shout out to you. Great Took graphic. Never dies, boys. And out here, I like that he's wearing the earring. He would have never done that with Fergie there, but he's saying, <laughs> "I'm the boss. Uh, I, I've returned a different animal." Uh, Fergie's probably seen this. Uh, uh, photo and he's thinking to himself uh, he's probably already sent him a whatsapp to say that'll never happen again expect Cristiano Ronaldo to never wear an earring to training again trust me he's going to do it before the warm up against Newcastle uh, f- f- yeah, f- that's when Fergie if it comes down from the is it is it Old Trafford yeah if he's wearing an earring when that's he arrives Alex Fergie will walk down <laughs> and he will address it on camera because Ronaldo no come on son <laughs> not today uh, no, no not today <laughs> No, 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 no. Fergie ain't going to let that fly. Shout out to Ronaldo, though. Disrespectful. You know, that's like, that's going to meet, uh, like, uh, a lady invites you to meet her parents for the very first time, and you get there and you put your high tops on the coffee table. Yeah. That, he's starting to show those symptoms. But he's in the right to, to drip it out. With, with Oli. Uh, yeah, Ollie, come on. No, no, Fergie's saying no, 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 no. I, like, I, we're happy you're back. No, but but you, you're right, actually, because now that, that encourages Paul Pogba. <laughs> Fergie, trust me, Fergie's already dealt with this. It is the last time we will see that sort of Ubuskeveresh ever again. But it's Ronaldo. No, 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 no. There's, you know, just because Fergie's out, that type of mentality, he's Ronaldo, but Scottish. Just because I've left football doesn't mean I'm not the king here, Chief. The, the, the blueprint doesn't change. You didn't do this at 25. You, no, you know what? All that needs is Fergie just to pitch up a training one day no, at, no, no. for him to have it on. As soon as he comes for a throw in, Ronaldo, say, uh, Ollie. Never a word, please. And then, like, all this nyongo. 
All of it. Well, then, shout out CR7. What a guy. An inspiration. A human being who has uh, transcended the football world. Um, Insta- he's obviously blown up Instagram. The Instagram human uh, of all Instagram humans. He's Madeira. Looks after his mom. I mean, get off his back. Uh, the, the guy is sensational. Um, shout out to James sort of covering it up that um, they're in the Champions League, but they're playing on Sunday. Obviously, not, the, not a big team, Liverpool. It's going to happen. It's going to happen because Chelsea, Man United, Man City, all playing Saturday. Champions League. So, no one cares about Liverpool. They're nothing. It's true. All right, coming up after this is a sport where they need to make the cars louder. Water the pitch. But by God, by God, Sunday's atmosphere. Hope Holland. That's all I'm going to say. Ladies and gentlemen, the MKT Show. CliffCentral.com You're making great choices. You are making great choices. Folks, that's big time broadcasting. I mean, you'll see we do have a human being who's joined us. So, you know, as the pressure grows to keep reinventing and reshaping the very nature of broadcasting as uh, sort of more of my friends join and and there's more people here. And I'm happy to say, you know, I can stand up to it. I I can stand up to it and I I feel very fine about that. Um, I'll tell you what it is, is that I've now gone on to a stage where I might just commission my own statue because if you keep taking it to this level of broadcasting I mean the way I bring the show back now a lot of people are saying you sound you work with Gareth Cliff uh, the voice of South African radio for the last uh, sort of 20 years you you, you know uh, John Burks the great John Burks you're not him this is what people would say but I'd say you you know I've got to build my own statue quite literally and my own um, sort of find my own place Uh, having said all of that uh, (laughs) the one and only Spike Ballantyne has joined us. Um, Spike, I could give you a big intro again, but you know, you're a humble, you know, human being. You know what you've done. I don't have to tell a g- gajillion people. Yeah, you're just Spike, and you keep it real. There we go. And also, I don't want a statue. Well, I mean, that's. Uh, I mean, if you want to, if you want to, if you want to date yourself, if you don't want to look too far in the future, what you do is you build yourself a statue. Because in a hundred years' time, yeah, they might just tear that statue down. You don't know. You've got to look for something that's that's more that permeates a bit more than just a statue. A statue. You've got to think bigger than that. Here's what I'm thinking: it's a start. It's it's a start to say my empire begins here. Mm-hmm. And I hear what you're saying. Yeah. Can I maybe start buying airspace? Because I know like there are countries <laughs> doing that. Yeah, I mean, there's the plan to. Was it? Was it? Uh, it has to has to have been Musk who said no. He wants to put big ass screens on satellites so you can take advertising space in space. So that's. And then I'm... every time we look at the clouds, you yeah. see like. Buy a Tesla. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I'm... Stupid idea, but he's probably going to get away with it. He will get away with it. He's I mean, rich, man. The ultimate is to get the right tech. Hopefully I don't die before this happens. Mm. Is hologram statues, and then mm. I'm set. Yeah, there we go. That, that, that's... Yeah, good call. But yeah, you got to start sort of yeah. mark the ground, own the ground, right. you know. Uh, apparently you can buy molecules in this day and age, by the way. That real thing, uh, you can own genes, and that's a scary place where we're going. So all sorts of things mm. are... Off a sale. Shout out to Chris, but they are doing some incredible yeah. things. You can also buy JPEGs. I mean, how's that? That's uh, true that. Well, what are we calling those things again? Uh, non-fungible something. something. NFTs. NFT, NFTs. That's, yeah. Uh, yeah. that's what the people are saying mm. on the street. Yeah. Um, Spike, uh, I saw something when you came in the studio uh, on you, which I respect, mm-hmm. is actually none of our crew besides you and uh, uh, C4, who's running the camera there. Mm. Uh, shout out Pierre Maritzburg. Uh, just you and C4 have actually haircuts in this place. Mm. Uh, actually, you respect your families. Now, unlike a man who is, of course, a producer extraordinaire, a live stream extraordinaire, uh, you know, director extraordinaire, 
uh, after aficionado. Uh, James, you, you, uh, you, Senzo, myself, we obviously look like trash. We don't respect our parents. Nobody more so than you. Your mullet is starting to touch your back. Have a look at Spike and C4. Uh, people can't see C4, but um, the haircuts just represent what they are. Spike, today, he's coming to set. He had a haircut just now. Uh, James, your problem that you, you still haven't had a haircut, it's unbelievable. Look, I think um, I'm just addicted to the craft, man. Oh, my oh, Lord. <laughs> really? Uh, okay, that's enough from you, James. Thanks. Um, we've actually got Spike here. Uh, we can't waste his valuable time and that sort of nonsense. All right, uh, there it is. We Let- can't waste his valuable time or we can't waste his Valentine. No. Valentine. Because hey, his, his surname is Spike Valentine. Valen- mm. Jesus. Look, I, 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 James, I'm not condoning your behavior there, but I will say that I'm disappointed. I'm going to start with a well, on a note that that says, you know, honestly, I'm a bit disappointed in 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 you, MKT. Let's hear it. You know, we've been doing this show since uh, for a while. Yeah. I don't even remember how long. Yeah. But uh, you know, in all that time, you've 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 prided yourself on getting in there with your timing on your puns. Most of them have been terrible, but the one that you haven't got, that uh, Sky commentator uh, beat you to. Yeah. Was uh, about Max Verstappen. Uh, take it to the max. No, no, no. That's that's way. That's that's child's play. That's yeah. way too easy. Yeah. Um, Simon Croft saying, "There's no Verstappen him." Ah, how about is that? And I heard that, and I was like, "Oh, MKT." That's wait. Lift was that at game. the end? Lift your game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and I did watch a little bit at the end. Obviously, mm. I'm not watching the podium thing. It's very, very boring. And also, you're not learning your lessons because if you if you'd watched to the end, you would have heard that. You would have said, "It's time to up my game. I can't this." You know, this amateur punning that I'm doing is not uh, not cutting it. There's no Verstappen. There's no Verstappen him. That's A grade. We're, we're now getting <laughs> into the t- upper tier. Uh, there's no wasting his oh. Valentine. I'm sorry you had to go through that spike. Anyway, uh, what that James just did. Yeah. That yeah. was murder. Mm. Murder on the dance floor. Shout out to Sophie Ellis Bexter. Um, all right. You know, first of all, as a football fan, I just want to say mm-hmm. uh, we're going to talk some Dutch uh, Grand Prix, but let's just let's talk about what actually matters. Forget about the racing, which was what it was they mm. didn't water the pitch whatever mm. those fans are you kidding me crazy and it's now officially on my uh, bucket list is the wrong word it's yeah. on my itinerary of races to visit Spike I'm not joking immediately I said I need to go to that race yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely I don't know if you've I've been to Monza everyone yeah. tells me that's where you want to be I was really young when I went there yeah but that's like TNT, it's the Prawn Brigade, right? Yeah, I think there's 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 races you, that as a as a hardcore F1 fan that you should aspire to go to. Monza is one of them. Temple of Speed, Silverstone is the other for the history. Uh-huh. Uh, Singapore is another because it is the original night race. I've been I was lucky enough to go to that race in 2011. Wow! Uh, I was in Spa in the early 2000s. Another one that's there for the history and just because it's just such a phenomenal venue. Uh, venue. And now, Zandvoort or wherever they hold a Dutch Grand Prix. To be honest. If it's a Dutch Grand Prix, you've got to be there. But also, it's main sponsor's Heineken, so they were on it, and Tiesto was there, so... Tiesto... I, I don't know what... I had an image in my head of Tiesto being like this, you know, slim, trim... He's quite a chunky guy. Wait, was that Tiesto with the flag? With the flag! The crazy, is yeah. that Tiesto? Yes. Tiesto, yeah. I was like, wow, that guy's having a good life. James, um, Tiesto, uh, I mean, I don't want to sort of... You know, I know you've taken a health drive. Um, I don't know if you saw Tiesto, rather... Uh, a considerable figure. Um, just mm-hmm. maybe, could you give Tiesto two tips? Because he obviously watches this show. Um, just two health tips in terms of what did you have for supper last night? Maybe Tiesto should be doing that because he is looking rotund. Um, 
I mean, I have no room to talk, but Tiesto has picked up a tiny bit of weight. Um, I, I'm not here to body shame. So, I, was, I was just looking for more tips for look, him. Look, I've found that you can still eat delicious food <laughs> and still eat healthy. Okay, give us an example. Like, okay, Wait, let me do this like a TV ad because that's exactly what that just felt like. Just give us an example. I mean, have are you going to help Tiesto or not? If you could eat delicious food oh and still goodness. be healthy. This is well, wonder no more. Because today we have, I don't know where I was going, um, salads are very healthy. <laughs> but also, guys, that guy's worth $170 million. No, wow. there's no excuse to look like that. Yeah, exactly. And he's 52. No, there's no, no excuse. No excuse. Dorian Yates is, what, 55 now? 56? Like, no, no, no. In fact... Sorry, is that a football example? Oh, no, no. Dorian Yates. Uh, shout out Mr. Olympia. Uh, Six-time uh, Mr. Mr. Olympia, you, you look like a juggernaut, like a human house, Lou Ferrigno style back in oh, the right, day. Oh, right, right, okay, no. And then he, um, now he's like, oh, you're all yogi guy, but he's, got, he's just gone functional. There's no excuse. Jeff mm. Bezos yeah. sneezes Help. at 170 yeah. and looks like Iron Man. They're, they're not partying it up like Tiesto. Tiesto doesn't live a very healthy lifestyle, you must understand. Why? Because he's a club DJ. Isn't no, that, no, isn't no, come that on, like, Isn't that like uh, culture shaming a little bit? Like yeah, if you no, go no, to no. clubs, you live unhealthy. Yes. What, 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 what do you think they're serving? Water in a club? Come on, guys. Let, let's be realistic. I've been to many clubs where they've served water. Um, Black Coffee. He's not, he's not a chunky lad. No. International oh. DJ. Give him, give, him, give him three years. <laughs> he's just gotten into the life. <laughs> oh, you... Wow. Okay. So, all right, James. Are you going to help Tiesto or must we move on from you? I mean, you haven't given us... Anything. Uh, cut out the bread, buddy. All right, good. That's enough. That's okay. I think you. Uh, you so you want him to go poor? No, no, no. Bread. Get it, uh, bro? Because it's money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I see oh, that yeah. time was terrible, but that works. That was clever. Come on. All right, James. You, you've derailed the show. I mean, you asked the guy for help. Um, he should have just stopped at bread. Yeah. Just say the bread thing. It was awesome. Boom, land, move on, get back mm. to producing. But hey, that's what's going to happen with James. Uh, so yeah, Tiesto. You, you know, I also imagined. I, I, like, like you've just shocked me. Mm. I thought that was just like some politician's son. No, no that was DJ Dutch. You know, let's make a thing of it. And listen, great jacket that he's wearing. Mm-hmm. There. Absolute pimp, pimp squad jacket. But mm-hmm. I mean, those fans, Spike. Hey, let's set a target. Next year, I'm not even kidding. Spike, with, next year, let you. us set a target. I am with you. They've, they've yet to set the, they haven't set the, the 2022 calendar yet. So we don't know when it'll be. So it might be in February next year but I'm with you let's uh, let's yeah, put the plan to get there guys we need to these are the kinds of targets I want in my life is I will go to that mm. I will that was incredible and you know what I think what's awesome about that and I I think before I've always said to you it's a TV show but mm. that makes people want to go to Holland yeah all that needs to do and it went viral on social media it's like mm. Oh, is that what happens in Holland? Mm-hmm. Is that's great for the whole country, yeah. you know, when you get that vibe going. So Formula One, wow. That was, yeah. So I just want to start off on that. Incredible. Hey, it even got me to watch. I, I, I stepped in in the twenty fifth uh, tw- on the twenty fifth lap, and I watched the rest of the race. Just, there we go. Just phenomenal. And uh, let's start off with, I mean, the event of the event. First Dutch guy in a while, huh? Yeah, first Dutch guy to win his home Grand Prix. Uh, Max Verstappen, he just owned it from uh, from start to end. Uh, faultless race. I think he managed it really well. Uh, whatever pressure that guy might be under from a, well, now leading the world championship, certainly championship contender right from the start of the season, uh, 23 years old, home Grand Prix, lots of expectation, didn't even put a foot wrong the whole weekend, managed it and executed it perfectly. I mean, it's, 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 you know, people have been saying for a long time that this is a guy for the future of Formula One. And, you know, if, if they needed any more proof that that was the case, if anybody needed any more proof, there it was. 
So what are we thinking here? Because now we're, now we're starting to see a guy where, you know, if he was going to start wobbling, mm. although it's tough, eh? this would be his first title. So we probably need to see how he moves maybe in next season because, or, or do you think he's the guy already? Like it's no, clear. I, the, the... Having seen how he raced as a youngster when he started out, when he was 17 years old, the youngest ever Formula One race winner, um, he, he made a lot of mistakes. He did a lot of dumb things. He drove a little bit too aggressively. He tried things that, you know, he, he thought things were on when they weren't. Yeah. Um, and if, if you look at his evolution from then till now, if you see how far he's come, you know, he's a completely different driver. And I think now it's just a matter of he's got what he needs. Now it's just the, the really fine tuning to get to the next level. But he's definitely, uh, you know, as far as a first world title uh, pressure comes, as far as that's concerned... I'm I'm sure he's able to deal with that kind of thing. I think if he was going to crack, it would have shown by now, given that he got punted out by Hamilton in Silverstone, given the, that he got punted out in Hungary. He had two really bad results that knocked him back quite severely, yeah. and he's dealt with them, and he's moved on, and he's now back in front. So, you know, again, if you need any more proof, there it is. He's got what it takes. Sense of Max Verstappen is the biggest thing in Holland right now. Forget about the football team. That guy's he's he's everything they need. Austrian born. But he says, "Ah, oh, I feel more Dutch." That's why. That's how he sees himself. Mm-hmm. Is he's the biggest thing in Holland right now, dude? Easily, it's not even close. Shout out, shout not out. Even close. He, dude, and what I like is he's got the juice as well. You, you know, it's like I love Sir Lewis Hamilton. People need to have more respect. Yeah, there. Honestly, put some put some respect on his respect name. Respect on his name. But you, you know, Bernie, we must say Bernie had to push Lewis in that direction. So Verstappen has that thing. What do you mean, yeah. Bernie had to push Lewis in that direction? Look. Lewis, I feel, is almost... There are some guys where it feels natural. I think Bernie had a... Like, Lewis is... Even in the interviews, he's, like, dead. I, I think Lewis... Do you know what I mean? I think Lewis isn't a character. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. He's like, not a character. I'm pretty sure Bernie had to say, hey, the fashion thing, it's cool that you've got that. Step into it. Whereas with Beckham, oh, I'm doing it. Mm. Like, for Stappen, I like the fact that he's got some juice, dude. Like, for me, one... but, like, I, I get what you mean. Like... I like that. I like it. Like, after the race, who is your guy? Yeah, yeah. who is your guy? Well, I'm a Ferrari guy, but Hamilton is... Uh, uh, look, he's yeah. great. I'm not denying yeah. Hamilton's... Yeah, I don't know. Two. For me, I find Max a bit of a brat. Eh? I love it. <laughs> that, you see, what you hate, yes. yeah, that's I, what I'm after. I, and, and let me tell you something. A few years ago, he was even worse because he, he would make mistakes and he would you know, say, well, screw you. I'm racing the way I'm racing. Now he's more likely to go, look, I'm really sorry. I put a foot wrong. I didn't do things right. The team didn't do things right. Apologize to that driver. He's much more mature now than he ever was. But I get it. He does come across as this. I don't know if a brat is the right word, but he's certainly cocky. But, because Christian Horner makes him that way. And Horner's my guy. I but hate what? Christian Let's Horner. Go. <laughs> I hate Christian Horner so much. But why do you... Hate is a strong word, man. No, nah, that's... You and Horner, huh? Uh, is it What's because the story? Is it because he's married to a Spice Girl? No, what, the, the, the Spice Light. <laughs> spice Light. Just be honest. I mean, David Beckham, who is somebody who you idolize. Well, I think he's cool. He's got short man syndrome. Total was like, you know, if we're allowed to hit you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm guessing this is from uh, no, Drive to Survive. He's a current. Who's that? Uh, uh, Christian Horner. Do you not please speak to the manager. All the time when things don't go, he's ah. Oh, uh, yeah, what about Toto Wolf? Uh... Uh, Michael, did you get my email? <laughs> Same thing. Nah. Listen, Horner, you, you know what? Is, Verstappen is, you can't just have uh, like mayonnaise. Like that's what... Uh, yeah, yeah, true. That, that's what Lewis he's Hamilton like is. Mayonnaise is going to pitch up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Britain's great. You know, great bit of hot I want to talk about something, guys. How is it convenient that whenever Lewis doesn't have a great race, 
Rosberg is there for the post <laughs> post race <laughs> interviews. Oh, <laughs> Nika. Yeah. Do you know he was wearing the most all time in the interviews because he was probably smiling. <laughs> Nico, are you doing, mate? Mr. Heineken. There's a guy who's doing it. Nico that, Rosberg. Nico Rosberg. Mate, mate of mine saw him, he was with him in, um, in Ibiza a couple of, uh, yeah. like two months ago. Now he's just like the, the commentator. And he's brilliant. I love Nico yeah. on, on mic. And, and he's got Nico for all his faults as a, as a, as a, as a driver personality. He, he was very much like Lewis, kind of a bit bland. Yeah. Not, didn't really have a sense of humor, mm. you know? Mm. But now, I mean, he, as you say, he's got it right. He's, he's got an incredible YouTube channel. In terms of like the content he's putting out is amazing. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's driving, you know, Remix and he's showing people his new yacht and he's doing all kinds of things. And every time you see him on camera, he looks amazing. Yeah. Okay, his hair's a bit of a questionable, but his, the, the way he dresses is fantastic. No, he's Nico uh, on that he's, Heineken He's ad. doing right, superbly well. No, I'm only. I'm driving. Yeah. I'm driving. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Nico. So, hey, honestly, though, I, I like that the way you feel about Verstappen is, is good for Formula One because. What you don't want is people not feeling anything about uh, sort of a, mm. you know, an antagonist figure to the great Lewis Hamilton. I yep. mean, that's not what I'm saying. So it's, it's good, you, you know. I, it's good that to have that sort of natural tension. Uh, a legend, a man quite opposite to Nico, mm. um, possibly the best hair, maybe in sport. Um, uh, so you felt Alonso, they did him a dirty. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is a minor point in the grand scheme of things. But uh, driver of the day was awarded to uh, Sergio Perez. That's, that's, of course, a... A Sky Sport F1 voter viewer vote thing, so it's uh, really kind of a fan choice. And uh, Sergio Perez for starting from the pit lane, finishing eighth, I think. Um, he was awarded Driver of the Day. Phenomenal drive to to get to that position from the back. But for me, the guy who who drove the best race, in fact, had a much better weekend all around, was Fernando Alonso. If you look at the way he managed that race, it takes all the all he, he took all his experience and put it to the best use possible. You know, he had his teammate behind him complaining, saying, you know, he's too far, he's too slow. And then when Alonso's engineer gets on the blow to him, they go, look, you know, you're too slow. He's like, hey, I'm managing my tires. Give me a break here. Yeah. Puts in the laps when he needs to. Manages, manages it consistently right from the start to the end. So much so that on the last lap, he pips old Carlos Sainz to the post. Takes a position off a of Ferrari, which uh, is just phenomenal. And you know what? That, that's probably a good lesson for everybody. It's like, hey, you're working with greatness here. Yeah. Like, you, you don't just give me the feedback. Yeah. It's ask me what I'm doing, yeah. and let's work on it together in race. And, I, you know, I hadn't even thought of it the way you're saying it. It's mm. like, he's like, no, what are you guys talking about? Mm. I've done this a gajillion times. Yeah. Don't sit behind me and complain. Just watch what I'm doing and maybe learn a lesson. And just the hair is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Shout out to his hairdresser. And he's so much more relaxed now. You watch any of his interviews... Smiles more, jokes more. You know, he just looks so much happier now than he was. You know, when he when he left Formula One. Uh, you know, when he was with McLaren, and it's it's really nice to see someone of that magnitude. Yeah, uh, just enjoying himself all over again. What it does tell you is the pressure. Like, like it, it gives you an insight into just how great Schumacher and uh, Lewis Hamilton have been. Right? Mm. Is that what it tells you about Alonso? Whether we like it or not, is just the immense pressure when you're the guy at mm. Ferrari. Uh, and as Jay at uh, McLaren is that there is no time to feel mm. like like just to think how Hamilton and uh, Schumacher have done this for to seven eight my God that's mm. Ronaldo these people it's like how did they I called it and Alonso I like Alonso and he's good for the sport and I think mm. you know if for me as as you're talking about it 
it's really, really important that once he's done is there is still a Latin market that needs to be captured is make sure because he's come on now. Yeah, I mean, he's brought Spain to Formula One. You know what I mean? You know, they had a race there. But, you know, when when Alonso was coming up, when he started with Minardi, you know, he had to fight to get in there. He had a few good connections, but Formula One wasn't big in Spain. Yeah. You know, he wasn't the he wasn't the kid who who, you know, could jump onto satellite TV and watch live races. You know, he had to have, tape the races and, and watch them afterwards or watch them at 11 o'clock at night or catch the highlights package at 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Because Formula One, Formula One wasn't a big thing. He's made Formula One a big thing in Spain. And that, as you say, needs to be continued. And we have Carlos Sainz now to carry that mantle, to carry that torch. Carlos. God, is it Carlos Sainz? Carlos. Shame. He's, he's too swagged. <laughs> Also, great hair. Yeah, phenomenal hair. It's a Spanish thing. Yeah, it must be. Yeah. uh, What do you call the the sangria or whatever? What are they drinking there? Ah. Whatever they're doing in Spain, I don't, I don't it's know. It's very good. It's, the, it's, 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 it's very orange good. juice. Spain's, Spain's good with orange juice. Yeah. They are good with orange juice and um, the treated meat. By the way, shout out Ooh, to when I was on. in. Oh, wow! I went to Bilbao one time, right? And uh, so I was wearing. By the way, I didn't know this at the time. I was uh, what they call on the streets uh, on the streets ignorant. Um, I didn't realize that uh, if you are wearing a real Sociedad uh, shirt in the wrong part, no ways, don't yeah, do that. Uh, listen, you're in, and especially in Basque country, if you are wearing that shirt in mm. the wrong parts, walked into a, um, like a butcher or whatever you call oh, them. Goodness, the guy told me to leave. No, really? Oh yeah, flat out. Get out no, 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 no. I thought he was joking. Like my, my mates, like, no, dude, you need to leave. And I thought, oh, haha, get that out of here. Treated wow. ham there, though. Oh. Are you kidding me? And the mm. pork, absolutely uh, sensational, sensational stuff. Uh, oh, okay. Well, uh, Spike, we'll have to take a little, uh, before we get to the last point there, breaking news. BBC Sport, uh, British Broadcasting Corporation mm. Sport. Um, shout out to them for never changing the logo since about 1850. <laughs> uh, staying consistent, the BBC. Uh, wow, this is huge. Mm-hmm. Eight Premier League players will be stopped from playing for their clubs this weekend after Brazilian football authorities triggered a FIFA rule to appear, uh, to prevent them appearing. This is exactly where I thought it would go. So that it affects five Premier League teams. So, oh boy! And two of them are Manchester City and Liverpool, but they keep us. Oh boy, James, uh, you can maybe step in here, maybe wipe the tear before you come on camera. Is who is your backup keeper? You still got, uh, is it Carrius or who? who's the other guy? Is Adrian. It, uh, is it, is he a goalkeeper? Is he Adrian? I just, sorry. I, I... Oh, you look like a damsel in distress. You know how you look like a damsel in distress? Your hair's so long, can't tell. <laughs> is that a guy or is it a lady? Not too um, sure. So, yeah, we're, uh, we, we are without uh, Alison and Firmino. Oh. Yeah. Um, our backup keepers include Adrian, yeah, who's okay. Um, I think Carius is back in the Liverpool setup, but not really anywhere. Yeah, that's because um, he rolled the ball to Benzema in the final at, at his feet. Yeah, watch that. Do that. Um, and then we've got a youngster um, by the name of I don't know how to say his name. Keller Keller Hare. Yeah, yeah, sounds about right, yeah. yeah something like that. Um, I don't know where Mignolet is. Couldn't care, actually. Slumdog so. Mignolet, no longer there. I think he has gone. I forget where he's, he's gone. So I'll, t- I'll tell you, so I'll tell you all the teams this affects. All right. Liverpool. Yep. Man City. Yep. Chelsea. Yep. Man United. Yeah. And Leeds. What about Tottenham with um, Lucas Moro? Is, or is it only selected? Players? No, he, he's not in the squad. Oh, right. Okay. 
Wow. So All right. Uh, that is breaking news. We will keep you posted on that. Let's get back to the action. I mean, uh, we uh, hey, James, great producing there. That is massive news. Uh, we'll talk about that. Great content for us. Obviously, more drama is fantastic. But we're not here to talk about that. We are here to talk about a sport where uh, men uh, are racing around at incredibly dangerous speeds around uh, a, a track that's sometimes watered and it gives it more uh, sort of oomph and they should probably make the cars louder. But Hey, one more thing to add to that list yes. while we're at it. Uh, what Water the pitch, race at night, Yes. make the cars louder, Yes. add banking. I don't know what that means. So turn three, there were a few corners at the Dutch Grand Prix, but turn three where they're going to go around the outside on the banking? Yes. Yeah. I mean, that just, it looks spectacular. I don't know if it adds anything realistically to the prospects of better racing, but wow, it looks amazing. Do you, do you think, you, you know how Europeans cannot stand like American stuff ever creeping in? Is mm-hmm. because NASCAR kind of has that effect. Yeah, I think it's just, I think it's, from what I understand, it's a very old school way of constructing a racetrack. Is, oh, is I see. Banking is an old school. I used to have it at Monza. The, the, the structure is still there, but the track bypasses it. Kind of cool because the car's bouncing. Yeah, and, and you've got different lines and different drivers taking different lines. And it's just, it's, it's really cool to see those cars coming through there with attitude. Uh, that's, that's driver talk. There we go. With attitude. That's all puts Like, hey, uh, how did he come through? It was, oh, it was a little tight. He had some attitude. I like that. I do, <laughs> I do kind of like that. Um, Listen, you, you feel somebody's not getting enough attention, and um, yeah. after this weekend's racing, I think uh, <laughs> more people would agree with you. Yeah, I just think Pierre Gasly is not uh, doesn't get his share of the headlines. Mm. You know, if you look at what he's done this season, um, he's consistently in the top ten. On uh, average, is a top ten finishes, not not always obviously, but average is a top ten finish. He's had three top five finishes this season uh, against Mercedes, Red Bull, Ferrari, and McLaren. Uh, and I just think uh, with all the talk around the driver movements and, and you know what drivers are doing and who's going to which teams and the possibilities and the permutations, obviously that takes up a lot of bandwidth. But still, I think Pierre Gasly can feel a bit aggrieved that people aren't going, you know, look at this guy. This guy is a guy for the future, like George Russell is a guy for the future. Gasly, I'm, I'm putting my money behind that guy. It would be a world champ one day. Put him in the right car. He will kick a lot of ass. And And I know know Christian Horner and Max Verstappen will disagree because he sucked terribly at Red Bull. (laughs) But I think that's an interesting discussion all on its own because any teammate of Max Max Verstappen's hasn't really come to the party really yet. Uh, But I think if you put Gasly in in a good car in the right environment, he's he's one of the best. I like that you took a subtle shot there at Verstappen kind of saying he's not a good uh, teammate and he kind of wants the whole limelight. Yeah. Well, Um, they do it for Hamilton as well. So you give say, him all the resources. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, it doesn't. If, if you are good, get rid of him, kind of thing. Because yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's that age old story of of when you're the number one driver, you get to choose who your team teammate is. Not yeah. officially, yeah, but certainly you have a hand in it. It's, a, it's the same old thing with uh, when Schumacher was uh, when when Eddie Irvine left uh, Ferrari, they were teammates, and uh, the story goes that uh, they offered David Coulthard uh, a drive at Ferrari, who was then Mika Hakkinen's teammate at McLaren, and. Coulthard at the time was was a good number two, but he was winning races as well. He was yeah. a very capable racer. Uh, and Schumacher said, no, nah, I don't want that guy. I want a patsy. Yes. Yeah. So and Rubens came in there. Into, into Barrichello. Shout out. Brazil's finest. He mm-hmm. wouldn't be able to travel today uh, if he was uh, from Brazil. Couldn't go home because they will ban you, as we've, as we've seen. Uh, that is tough stuff. Although with Pierre Gasly, you're making such a great point. Mm. Pierre Gasly. Yeah. The it's, gas man. I mean, yeah, I mean that markets itself. Script writes itself, man. And if that is used by the Formula One, we will sue them because there is no way they have thought about that. We no, are doing no, that. Yeah, gas man's well established by now. Oh, is it, is it well established? Sorry. I got a little ahead of myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it would have been good, but 
but it's been done. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's one of those examples of uh, and 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 forgive me, but it's called nominative determinism. Yes, yes. Yeah, James, any idea on what determinism might nominative mean? determinism, James? Uh, did you did you say no, nominative? Nominative determinism. Uh, I can tell you exactly what it means. Yeah, go uh, ahead. before uh, googling. I'm yeah, just waiting for the camera because I want people to see my reaction when I tell you. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. In three. Nailed it. Yeah. Uh, nominative determinism okay. is uh, when you nominate yourself to be determined. That's it. So, yeah, so if you're trying much. hard, like, you, like you've now decided to change your health lifestyle, you've nominated to be determined. In, in being healthy, yeah. James, I've got to give you points, man. That's, that's close, but totally wrong. Oh, wait, what? Mm, that makes yeah. no sense. Such an emotional rollercoaster. It's it's going to happen. I mean, at this stage, I've always said James's mom has wasted all of her money. Just send the guy to school under a tree and save yourself the money. She could be enjoying nice holidays at five star hotels. It is true. You are correct. I am a disappointment to my whole family. Well, I wouldn't say that. I mean, now some of the evidence would lean that way because they did move 1,200 kilometers away as soon as you finished university. They thought. But but I'm not you know the evidence is compelling. I bet Who's I'll... counting, right? Yeah yeah. Hey, what's 1,200 k's between families? Who's counting? <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Definitely not me at 12 o'clock at night when I can't sleep. <laughs> I'm lonely. Shame. Buy a dog. <laughs> the gas man. It writes itself, folks. I mean, quite frankly, despite Valentine's onto it, what are we doing here? Can we please just get the guy on screen? Let's sell him. He's French. You know, magnifique, blah, blah, blah. You keep doing that whole thing. It sells itself. The gas man. He should be the face, along with Mark Verstappen, who's now decided I'm not Austrian, is get the hell out of here. I'm not going skiing. You know what I'm doing? I'm racing incredibly fast. It is so dangerous. It is so dangerous. What these guys do. That's what they say. Yeah, except his race engineer is not... A goldfinger. No, he's actually a British guy with a very Italian name. That's always confusing. Yeah, yeah, like Lorenzo, Lorenzo Smith. Yeah, uh, close, yeah. You, you know, like something like yeah. that, you know. Yeah, it's like that's very stuff from Argentina. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like uh, like that great Scottish racing driver Dario Franchitti. <laughs> Uh, yeah, right back for Southampton at the moment. I forget what his first name is, but uh, Livermento. And um, yeah, very English. Unbelievably English. Uh, shocking to see uh, how he speaks English. It is incredible. A little bit like um, Eto Bearin, if you don't know who that is. Shout out to Eto Bearin, sounding more uh, sort of cockney than anybody on earth, but he is actually Catalan. It is incredible stuff. Um, okay, listen, that is the, that's part one, because after this, we're going to talk a little bit more on post stuff what happened of the days a uh, little bit of driver news etc etc the mkt show is available cliffcentral.com uh, the cliff central app spotify or wherever you get your podcast that is where the podcast is available if you're joining us on youtube please click like that is that one the algorithm boosts my ego but it also boosts the show's rating etc 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 formula one the gas man make it happen the mkt show Ah, <laughs> oh, cameraman. Uh, we've got a guy called uh, Sifo in here now. Some people might say it's Sipo. Uh, his math's not great. Not a good representation of uh, Maritzburg. So I do like to let people in behind the camera. Is there, there has to be a countdown so I know what I'm doing 
and I, you know, I don't have much talent, so I do need to much like a, a really. It's more like just having a doll um, where you can just move it and make a face whichever way you want. That's that's all I am. No talent, all face. Uh, not not a great face either. But Sipo, uh, a terrible representation of Peter Maritzburg, cannot count uh, from ten to one. It is. It's not ideal. It's not ideal. But I mean, that's tough for his family to know that now. And C4. Tis, tis, tis. I mean, that's tough. That's tough. That's one he's not going to live down uh, should he decide to keep working here after this because he will not hear the end of that whole thing. Uh, Spike, just your thoughts on the following. Um, are you an Italian loafers fan by any chance? Wow, it's funny you should say that because uh, I presume you're talking about the shoes here. Yes. Yeah, so... Uh, not lazy Italians. No, no, no. no. Yeah. It's, I was just clarifying. <laughs> uh, I'm not a fan of loafers, uh, lazy people of any persuasion. Okay. Yeah. But Italian, it's funny you say that because quite literally last night my girlfriend said to me, if I ever wear those shoes, she will, she will leave. How did it come up? Uh, we were watching a show uh, with... Uh, it's called The White Lotus. Okay. Uh, and one of the characters there is a real prep, prep star and he's kind of... Uh, Ivy League type, and he wears the the Bermuda shorts and bad shirts and the Italian loafers with the gold. Like it's always got a gold like G or whatever on there. One of those ones. Or oh, just... you talking about those like house shoes? No, no, no. Oh. So I, I like where you've gone though. But yeah, I'm thinking like a moccasin style boat shoe. Type no, you thing. are right. You're oh, yeah. you're okay. thinking you're, yeah, you're yeah, on the right yeah, track. Yeah. yeah. Huge, huge family uh, situation yesterday, uh, Spike. Just before you came, we were mm. discussing it. Is there's I don't know if you know what Carvelas are. Carvelas, the shoes, yeah, yeah. So yeah, um, it's been an ongoing topic for almost yeah. a week. Well, it's gonna happen. I know what Carvel is. I didn't always used to dress like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, so you were right. Uh, uh, what was it, moccasin? Uh, Senzo, yeah. you had spoken of moccasins as well the mm-hmm. other day. Mm. But um, it's it's tough to say this without like for me it is a color thing. So we were just talking about. A, a horrible representation of mm. the hood because most people think yeah, as with any society right like if you are you're Scot- you, you, I mean you're you, you have Scottish heritage mm. immediately the race the racist in me goes oh heroin you know mm. Scotland yeah, yeah, Glasgow sure. yeah because uh, you've got your, your geography wrong so uh, it's, it's one little tiny sec but I get where you're going that's with. what but, I'm yeah, saying yeah. is that <laughs> now the hood is represented by uh, Amakinza is too strong uh, what would you <laughs> what would you call the, the sector of People from the hood, Senzo, who rock the the, the starter pack as you named it earlier, which is Scotanes. Scotanes. Now, but could you explain the the starter pack though of that guy to Spike just while he's here? He's it's like so. So what is it? Just tell us the starter pack. You know again. what you call them in Afrikaans? You call them a breaker. <laughs> right, I check. Okay. Yeah, yeah but, but give us the starter pack for Spike's uh, edification. So it's like um, it's the Cavellas, mm-hmm. the floral with, with or without socks. Either way, you would. Oh, okay. Either way, you right. know. mostly without. Most, yeah. Mostly without or with yeah. a secret sock. Yeah. So and then um, you'd like um, the Dickies or the Brentwood pants, mm-hmm. chinos, yeah. straightest chinos ever. They've got no shape. Um, and then yeah, just a floral shirt or t-shirt. Oh, mm-hmm. you're doing it, man. Yeah. Mm. So, so like your lady said, all all that person on screen was missing was the Brentwood pants. Yeah. Um, so your lady says no way. Not a chance. See, it's not just me then because that can't happen. Mm. That that will not happen. And it's a big thing in the hood, just so you know, Spike. That's the status symbol. Those are the guys right. who are they're the bad boys. They're the guys who are making it. They're ruining every single family because mm. hey, let's face it, ladies at between nineteen and twenty-five. Oh, they probably got um, some sort of precious metal in their mouth. So yeah, yeah. You oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You should have started with that. Then I would have got exactly where you're going. Who with. I mean? Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. All, right, all right, all right, with you. Terrible. Uh, yeah. I've just thought about it now. Is 
ladies between 19 and 25, it's a terrible time for them. They're into mm. bad boys, and those are the guys that are doing it, yeah. ruining families everywhere. So, yeah. I just, uh, just, I mean, talking about from a from from a lady's perspective, I once read a comment that made perfect sense to me, and and actually kind of cemented my opinion about uh, about that style of shoe. Yes, it's like never date someone who's too lazy to tie their own shoelaces. <laughs> That's brilliant. Yeah. Simplicity is sophistication. Yeah, yeah. I love that saying. So, okay. So, we don't need to say any more, Senza. I think uh, Spike's nailed it there. He's done it. He has nailed it. And Spike, you've just helped my cousin, actually, because okay. she just fell for a guy, um, and she's an accountant, yeah. uh, CA. Uh, she just fell for a guy. Square. She's a square. Yeah. She's fell for that guy that you... Oh, wow. Just, and now, I think you've just helped her. She watches the good. show. Good, Maybe good, She needed a little bit, bit of danger, because like, you know... <laughs> Counting. Yeah, but no, you're right. Maybe that's what it is. Like you said, she's acting out. She's been a square her whole life. Mm. Uh, from standard seven, she's had an academic scholarship. So she really is a square. She really is an accountant. You're mm. right. Maybe she's, you know, especially now my aunt. Uh, Introduce some anarchy. You've said it. Because my aunt moved to Durban now. Oh, yes. And uh, now the animals are off. Yeah, free yeah, at yeah. last. Yep. Free at last. Free at last. All right. Uh, let's, uh, let's move on. Um. <laughs> Some might say this gentleman's career is Finnish. Oh, you've used it before. You can't just keep recycling it. We've told you this. Finnish. Uh, Kimi Raikkonen retires again, or uh, exits Formula One again, I should say. But he said no. So he's calling time on his, his career now. Uh, end of this season. Oh, end, okay. Yeah. No, so he'll he'll quit. Uh, the most experienced Formula One driver in history. Uh, something like 23 seasons or something ridiculous. Uh, fabulous driver. Like he won't be replicated. I don't think he was. Uh, he was the James Hunt of his era, but you know, in a different kind of way. Um, he was a complete individual. He was a real character. He was a supremely talented driver. Uh, but I'm glad he's retired. You ever seen Game of Thrones? I think you've said no to that before. No, I haven't he, seen Game of Thrones. he looks like a White Walker, and he's <laughs> so Finnish. Yeah, he is. He's 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 kind of. I would almost go. He's like on the extreme end of Finnish because we've seen Finnish drivers before. You know, we we've seen uh, Bottas is a contemporary. Hakkinen. We've seen Hakkinen. We've seen Keke Rosberg. Those guys, and they're also Finnish, and they also have those quirks of like, you know, monotone delivery, you know, single syllable answers. Yes. But still willing to play the game. You know, still willing to admit and partake in the fact that Formula One is about sponsors, it is about crowds. Sometimes you've got to park your own individual quirks to, you know, play the game and be part of it. Raikkonen, for better or worse, was the guy who said, well, screw that, I'm not that guy. I'm here to race, I'm here to drive. Uh, I'm not about that, that life. And that's all I'm doing. I, I kind of dig that. Oh, and I'm there to pocket a lot of money. That's, that's what, I'm, what I'm saying. Yeah, is yeah. I'm looking forward to him. Stomach out, surely. You know, when he when he retires, he's going. His yacht in Monaco. <laughs> all of the beers, Monaco at his yacht. That's exactly what I was yeah. going to say. Is he's going to be sitting ne- watching next year? Yeah. When he Fifteen <laughs> ladies around him. Nobody when, else on the boat. When he crashed and he just went to his boat. I was like, my man. Yeah, that's is, that's the guy. This that's is my the, guy. Yeah. And that's where he's watching it's Monaco like Grand Prix from. Yeah, him. and and that's the thing. At that stage, for me, it was super endearing. You know, and that's why he won a lot of fans because he was that guy. who's like, screw you. I don't want your debrief. I'm the Murin. I'm going to go hang out with my mates. Get so drunk that I fall off the front of my own boat, which is on YouTube and is hilarious to watch. <laughs> you know, he 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 uh, entered uh, snowmobile races in a gorilla suit, you know, just because he could, you know, uh, and all kinds of crazy stuff. And, and he was great. But the, I just felt like the last two seasons, maybe, maybe a bit longer, 
he's just been the grumpiest bastard of the lot. Yeah. And, you know, that for me doesn't sit well with what Formula One is trying to do. You know, you're trying to endear people with, you know, these top-of-the-line athletes who deal with adversity, who overcome things, who, and, and in this later period of Formula One's uh, existence, you know, tell people what it's like and, and kind of reveal something of themselves to, to fans to help grow the sport because people relate and people interact. Um, and Raikkonen flat out says, you know what, this is a hobby. I don't need to do this. Uh, I'm here because I have a bit of fun and I get paid to do it. Yeah. And that's all well and good. But as I say, I think it kind of did the, uh, the image of Formula One a little bit of a damage in this new dispensation in which we find ourselves yeah. in the Liberty Media area where it was all about getting to know the drivers and interacting with the drivers and having fun with the drivers. Raikkonen wasn't into it. And the other thing is that he's occupied that seat for a long time and he's prevented the accession of younger drivers yeah. who are better at playing that game, who are more willing to play mm, that game, mm. who over time might become as successful, if not more successful than he ever was. Um, and he was there just because, you know, he could and it was a hobby and he felt like doing it. Three three or four million dollars a year will not will not hurt that. I mean, if I'm him right now, it's, hey, you're going to keep giving me four million dollars to do what I love. Yeah. So, so I'm totally with you. Yeah. But I didn't realize how much um, Raikkonen and I had in common. I just want to say I have officially done the 94.7 absolutely hammered right. absolutely hammered in a gorilla suit uh, oh, the okay. entire thing there we go that's back when i was a proper athlete so yeah. um kimmy reichen and i are basically the same guy yeah I mean, I mean i mean you're twice his height and uh <laughs> not not as white as he is but i mean still you're the same person um you know what what's a hundred million dollars that he has that i don't yeah, we're basically the same guy beyond yeah, that yeah, true. Uh, my dad did live in uh finland for nine years give or okay. take so look how much we've got in common yeah. you know so he's probably you know, that's I'm just saying. I'm, yeah, I wouldn't say you're the same person, but definitely you've got the right to say the seven steps to Kimi Raikkonen. Absolutely. You've got that nailed. Yeah, 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 yeah. And shout out to him just getting COVID, being a white walker. Actually, I don't have COVID, yeah, yeah. but I'm going to stay at home. You're still going to pay me. Yeah, and, and sitting at home and uh, posting stuff on Instagram going, yeah, I'm fine. No, of course. Like I'm, literally sitting on his couch going, no, he's a white walker. That's what he does. <laughs> the white walker, for those who don't know, bad guys in Game of Thrones, mm. they are the, the, the sort of the undead. So, right, yeah. Because all you need to do with him, COVID, all right, take that disc out, put in the other disc. He's an alien anyway. Yeah. Kimmy, you carry on. Yeah, but reboot he's like, and off you go. Ah, oh, forget that. Yeah. Four million. I'm going to sit at home. Shout out. Mm -hmm. uh, see if I can get uh, Daenerys, Daenerys Targaryen and her people. But anyway, let's, uh, mm. let's move on. Uh, hey, it's like football. There's transfers happening. Yeah, it's exciting I like that. I like that. It's, it's, hey, rich it's people moving other less yeah. rich people, but they are also <laughs> rich. Yeah. Hey, you go over here. Yeah. Uh, and uh, your parallel with football is, is actually quite apt, given that story that's just broken that I have no idea what it's about, but I know that people aren't allowed to go to particular places because of a particular reason. Yes. Okay, so what's happening now is uh, the big news is that George Russell opened secret before it happened, but he's now officially signed to Mercedes as Sir Lewis's teammate for 2022. Uh, that leaves a seat at Williams empty, because uh, obviously George has vacated that seat for 2022. And now the story is who's going to join uh, who's going to sign up for Williams to take Russell's place uh, in 2022? One of the candidates is former Red Bull driver uh, Alex Albon. And because of the wonderful marketing and legal entity and machine that Red Bull is, yeah. just because you no longer drive for a Red Bull team doesn't mean you can just walk away from the Red Bull team. Red Bull basically only for a number of years after you've driven for them oh. to the extent that you must carry Red Bull branding on any racing that you do. So Alex Albon exited uh, Red Bull under a cloud, uh, Red Bull F1 under a cloud. He's currently driving for Alpha Tauri, uh, Red Bull sister team, uh, the AF Corsa DTM team, 
uh, sports cars. Yeah. And he's been listed as one of the candidates possibly to step into George Russell's uh, uh, seat. But getting back to the football analogy, he might be blocked by Toto Wolff because uh, Williams is a Mercedes engine customer. Toto Wolff is going, no, no, no. I don't want a Red Bull driver in my customer's car. Has he said this, Toto? Pretty much. But didn't they sign him yesterday? Who? Williams. They did, did they sign Alex Albon? They did. Really? really? Yeah. I'm behind the times, man. So he's in the mix? Yeah. Did they sign him or have they announced it? They've signed him. They've signed him. Okay, scratch everything I just said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. Although, although having said that, it's a, it's, a good, it's a good point that you're making. The fact mm. that that's possible. So in mm. football, it was actually something that's happening. It's called third-party ownership in football where mm. it's, uh, the player is owned. Let, let's say, let me, let me give you a simple example. Let's say Cage Chiefs and Pirates, yeah. right? Uh, and Pirates want to sell Chiefs a player. Pirates own the player, right? Yeah. The, the rights to him. Actually, uh-oh, surprise, surprise. The agent through a holding company owns partial rights to the player. Right. And so the move gets more complicated. Yeah, yeah. Is, is now hugely outlawed in Europe. So not in, in South America and Africa. Well, yeah. you know. It's South America and Africa. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, th- that sort of thing. Th- th- hey, th- that shouldn't be allowed. It shouldn't. You're right. I mean, a, a driver should be able to determine where he wants to drive regardless of any sponsorship baggage he may carry. But anyway, it's yeah. a moot point because he's now signed for Williams. So now that leaves uh, another seat empty because um, with Raikkonen retiring, yeah. uh, there's one, at least one, possibly two seats available at Alfa Romeo. Um, so Giovinazzi, the current uh, Alfa Romeo driver, uh, Raikkonen's teammate for this year, has to put on a very good show for the rest of the season to make sure he keeps that seat uh, because there's talk that he might lose it uh, my thinking is he's still a Ferrari junior driver, Ferrari supplier, uh, Alfa Romeo with engines, so they would probably want him to stick around so he could get a bit more experience in F1. Uh, the other drivers to, who might be making the move to uh, Alfa Romeo are Theo Porsche, who's a current F2 driver. He's a Sauber junior, uh, and he, made a, he had a really good F1 test in Hungary this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other one is Nick de Vries, who's the current Formula E champ, mm-hmm. uh, and he was the 2019 Formula 2 champ as well. So he's got a bit of a, a, bit of a pedigree. Bit of a South African-sounding name there. Uh, Dutch, in fact. Oh, yeah, well. Yeah. Uh, so those are, those are the options that might be heading to uh, Alfa Romeo. I was really hoping, before it was announced, that Yuki Tsunoda and Pierre Gasly had signed again for another season at uh, Alfa Tauri. I was really hoping there'd be an upsetting of the Apple card and Mercedes had signed uh, Pierre Gasly. But it was not to be, unfortunately. Uh, just some breaking news here. Uh, you guys can probably sort this out between you. But um, Rick Swart in the comments saying, Albon has not signed anything yet. Toto is still fighting with Horner to release him. Now, I don't know whether I that's... Know. Senzo was referencing the Twitter there. So, I mean, but, they, but they, were, they, were, they were releasing the statement yesterday. Sky Sports. Um, you got to yeah, get reliable uh, sources. Can't just be um, racing guy underscore 603. No, no, no. Uh, Sky also so, shout out to Rick Swart for calling us out there because what that does is keep you professional and uh, bring Senzo's uh, journalistic integrity into question. Mm. Um, that's going to happen though. Is the De Vries guy? If he's not yep. South African, can we get can we get him to be South African? Because that De Vries incredibly like Casper, he's De Vries obviously with our yeah. connections yeah, yeah. in the past. Mm. So maybe just uh, give him a South African flag, and uh, we got another guy back in the back yeah. in the game. Would be good. Would be good. Yeah. That, that, I'm just I'm just yeah. saying. Let's start thinking about. Let's throw him an honorary South African citizenship. Yeah, but but this is a mess. Is sorry, Formula One, take care of this. It, it's not good for the brand. But hey, what are you going to do? Billionaires. They will, if they can own stuff, they will. Yeah, and I think generally <laughs> these kinds of things get sorted amicably. You yeah. Know, I think they do, I think the, the reality of it following through 
because they don't like to be seen as the as the bad guys, you know. No, so they no. they kind of make a plan and maybe they get a cut or someone buys out something or other. Uh, Williams under new management and very competent new management by the looks of things. So they might be willing to say, look, we need someone of Albon's character uh, caliber yeah. to jump on board to bring his experience. Uh, but then again, they might say, and this is the case with Alfa Romeo as well, we don't want someone that comes with baggage. We want someone with experience who's a proven driver, who's got a bit of talent, not yet a race winner, but I'm really hoping that Nico Hulkenberg gets chucked into the mix once again. Oh, honestly. I love that guy. Nico, get in there. But now, tell me this. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about what budgets are per month. Uh, yeah. I mean, per, per season. Per season, yeah. If you were, let's say, because we all know what it means amicably, is, yeah. listen, we need 15 million pounds. Yeah. If you really want it, give me the money. That, yeah, the that's buyout, really, yeah. Now, would that come out of your of your budget? Or, or do you think that they might make a... I think there's probably a legal way to structure it because that 145 million pounds, uh, uh, that 145 million euro that is the budget doesn't include driver salaries. Sure. So you could maybe structure it that it's not a payment for a driver, that it's a oh, legal... F- yeah, I don't they'll know. find a way. Uh, yeah, 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 they'll, they'll find a Exactly. Way. They've got lawyers. Yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> um, ultimately, the... One of the most exciting things that have happened in Formula One, perhaps in the last decade, I would say. I mean, I was reading some articles, listening to a podcast this morning. Yeah. Uh, R- Russell to Mercedes now lo- double th- that loads that really loads things up. Um, y- your thoughts on that? That's that's exciting. My my initial thought, honestly, my initial thought is, I am dreading the British press for next season. Oh, I am honestly dreading it about that. because all we need, and it will happen. Is Hamilton Russell one two? Oh, at Silverstone. At oh, you just made it worse. Oh. It's going to happen. We need to prepare ourselves. Maybe seek some counselling or something. It's but that's home. that's just everybody prepare yourself for the fact that we get the Sky Sport feed. Even if you use the official Formula One TV app, which we'll say again is one of the best apps ever created. Yeah, well said. Um, even then, you've got Sky Sport commentary. You've got British commentary. That's that's what I'm not looking forward to. Britain, it's come home. Yeah. It's oh, never been like this. Oh. We deserve- Only they can do it. Yeah. It's the greatest pairing in history. Oh, oh no, no. Sir oh, Lewis. Oh, oh. With, yeah, with the pretender. I can't. Lewis will do 10, I and can't. then they'll be off to the races. Yeah. Britain, uh, the great version uh, of Britain. Oh, Lord. Yeah, that's going to be awful. Yeah, I'm just hoping the new, uh, the new technical regulations get in the way of that next year. Everybody's got new cars. <laughs> Everybody's going to be learning how to drive them. Yeah. Everybody's going to be trying to crack the recipe. Maybe that'll even out the playing field or throw in a few wild cards or a few unknowns and upset the apple cards so that we don't have this kind of dominance that we've seen from Mercedes. Because if Mercedes dominate or bring what they've brought for the last eight seasons through to seven seasons through to next year, we're going to see Russell on the podium. We're going to see him winning races. We're going to see him taking the fight to Hamilton. There's no doubt the guy is as is quoted in the press all over the place, the real deal. Yeah. You know, he proved it in his, in his race outing in Abu Dhabi last year, we deputized for, for Sir Lewis when, you know, Sir Lewis, uh, well, when, when COVID had the temerity to infect Sir Lewis. How dare it. You know, so <laughs> he, he can drive. He got in a car, he got in a car that was, that he was too big for. The seat didn't fit him properly. He basically pantsed Bottas left, right and center and didn't win the race because of a technical uh, hitch and because of a, of a puncture. So, I think that uh, he will be there and thereabouts, all things being equal, and, and assuming that Mercedes-Benz bring the talent they've brought this last couple of years, we're going to see Russell all over the place. He's definitely in there. We will see him all over the place, and he has taken to the tweet monster. Uh, shout out George Russell for jumping straight on it. He says, it's official. 
Next year, I'll be a Mercedes F1 driver. This is a special day for me. And I want to say a huge thank you to Williams Racing, uh, Mercedes, AMG, F1, and, to, and everyone uh, who has supported me in getting to where I am today. I couldn't have done it without every single one of you. Blue Heart, shout out to him for understanding the social media game, jumping immediately and thanking everybody but his grandmother, uh, even though he actually did it himself. That's what he really thinks. Uh, to get that level, the ego is insane. Shout out to him for letting his um, PR company write that tweet because it's, it's perfect. Yeah, yeah, no, spot on. It spot is on. perfect. Look, he's, 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 had, he's had a number of weeks to prepare it, to be fair. Yes. So. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of the, the worst kept secret ever. Yeah. Um, so shout out to him. I mean, even uh, the guys at Williams, like you said, uh, is it Cupito, Cupito? Uh, uh, just Cap- just Capito. Capito. I mean, yeah. uh, he, he's the CEO. Great, uh, great sort of tweet and message from him mm. uh, saying this guy's the real deal and they're from the best again great PR yeah uh, what they're actually thinking is it's unbelievable we, yeah. you let, we had to develop him for you to yeah take him also back. a bit of a humble brag say yeah he's the real deal yes he drove for us but we're letting him go yes yeah, so yeah. It, like we're proud to have been yeah. there in his development <laughs> shout out for a you know we did everything for you and um, hopefully when it falls apart at Mercedes obviously they'll pick Lewis yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll see you in two years yeah. time that's yeah. probably what he's really saying um, yeah. talk to me about um, your favorite mate so shout out to Russell by the way okay he's the yeah. real deal yeah. Go ahead, do your thing. And just on an interesting point here, um, Bottas, uh, sorry, let's let's go back to the Finns. Uh, so Kimi Raikkonen started his career at Sauber, yep. moved about the place, finished his career at Saub, at Alfa Romeo, which is a rebranded Sauber team. Yeah. Uh, Valtteri Bottas started his career at Williams, uh, went to Mercedes, now back to Williams. So the Finns like to go home. And, you know, this <laughs> might be the, the last couple of seasons for Valtteri Bottas. Good, hey, good point. So, so, uh, l- listen, Nowhere is like Finland. So I totally understand that they eat terrible fish. Uh, so do the Icelanders. I've never been to Iceland, but it, it is so... Like South Africans think snook is strong. Some Ooh, of the no, stuff, no some of the stuff I had to walk near in yeah. Finland, they will eat... It, it is more revolting than sushi. I mean, in, in Iceland, it's actually... They eat skate. Which is a kind oh, of, and it, it's called... It, they call it putrid skate. It, a, it, it's oh, so bad. Word. So you can get it tinned as well. Yeah, yeah. Once Ooh, you crack that tin yeah, open... No. Once you crack that tin open... And... The, Bear in mind, this was years ago as a child. I still wake up in in a cold sweat thinking Mm. about how disgusting that is. So, yeah, Spike, two right there. Uh, Your favorite guy from Japan and um, the gas man, of course. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So so they stay? They stay. They sign for another year. Um, I'm slightly surprised that uh, that they kept Tsunoda given how they treat uh, Red Bull when I say they. Um, you know they're they're not averse to getting rid of people who don't perform. Uh, but Franz Tost, team boss of AlphaTauri, came out and made a good point. He said, "Look, uh, we've kept Tsunoda. He hasn't had a great year. He does have a lot of talent. Um, you know, him and Gasly work well together as a team. We've kept him because one of the reasons is next year, as we say, everybody's got a new car. Everybody's learning. Yeah, Everyone. Yeah. So it's a kind of leveling the playing field, and and maybe we'll see a, a kind of better performance from him next year. He'll have a year of experience in his uh, under his belt, um, and you know maybe he'll work better with the new car, or his mistakes will be less obvious with the new car because everybody will be making mistakes. Yeah. So uh, yeah, they're they're there for another year. So I mean, with someone like him, of course, you don't know how the future's going to work out. You just say to yourself, well, "Who's Tenoda? Mm. How it'll go?" You know, yeah. Jimbo, who, who's to who's to know the, uh, how the future will go. Just your thoughts on that in terms of sticking uh, at Alpha Atari with uh, Gasly and Tsunoda. I'm not going to lie to you. I actually like that one. <laughs> that one's good. <laughs> I do like that one. You do? Yeah, as far as I'm concerned, you can keep it. Oh, nice. Yeah, he comes back. <laughs> bang, bang. It's, it does that. 
Um, we'll finish off. Uh, Jimba, I'll let you kind of jump in here. Your your favorite mate, um, a bit of situation developing uh, between uh, the son of a legend, uh, you, you know, uh, Mick Schumacher and uh, Mazespin. Just, I don't know if you caught the tail end of that before Spike uh, finishes the show for us on that topic. Um, I mean, I, <laughs> I, I feel like, Spike, I actually have a question for you about Mazespin. Right, right, go ahead. Okay. And I know this question is going to sound a little bit harsh, but I genuinely want to know, mm-hmm. right? Do you think he's going to go further than, you know, 18th, 19th on the grid every weekend? Uh, I think that depends on whether Haas get their game together or not. I think the likelihood of Mazaspin getting to another team is is very slim. I think he is the he's he's an example of why fans don't like pay drivers. Yeah. So Mazaspin's dad owns is uh, is a major sponsor of the, of the Haas team. Uh, it's part of the reason he's there. Uh, Mick Schumacher, his teammate, coming out this last after this last event going you know saying you know he doesn't have a place in Formula 1 if he's going to drive the way he drives <laughs> drives dangerously uh, Nikita Mazepin coming out going well you know what I just want to be in front and I'm not going to give anything away I think he's he's probably not from what we've seen so far this season he's probably not talented enough to all things being equal if his dad wasn't in the team or, or part of the of the team setup uh, he probably wouldn't hold on to that seat for very long at all um, and you know the, as I say the likelihood of him moving teams is Slim not very high. Yeah. yeah. So unless has come out next year with actually cracker of a car, to answer your question, James, no, I don't think we're going to see him higher than 19th or 20th. <laughs> so, so maybe, maybe on the odd occasion, you know, given the right conditions and a bit of luck, maybe 15th. So no no black uh, Mercedes for, for Mazepin? Ever? No, I'm no. doubting it. I'm doubting it. Okay. James, uh, I, I, my thing there would be um, to say his dad has to keep him. <laughs> <laughs> you enjoyed that one. Yeah, there we go. Uh, what I will say is, I feel very sorry for Gunter Steiner. Fired his drivers last season because they were both too much to handle. Oh, now he's got exactly the same situation again. <laughs> and to make it worse, one of his drivers' dad is paying his one of his drivers' dads Look, is paying the bills, so on, he can't just say, "You know what, you're fired." Yeah. On, on the bright side, we will see how it ends up because there is a drive to survive season. Is it four now? Four, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's coming out too. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, also, there's a uh, there's a Michael Schumacher movie documentary thing on Netflix. On Netflix. Yes. Saw the trailer. Yeah. Uh, I nearly started crying myself. I'm not really an emotional guy, obviously. <laughs> um, but th- that that is going to be electrifying um, stuff. Yeah. I will watch every moment. I, yeah, yeah I'm, not a, I'm not a Michael Schumacher fan at all. Like, I appreciate what the guy did and what a phenomenal driver he was, but I'm not a fan of his. I will watch that documentary start to finish. It looks amazing. Oh, it, looks good. Oh, get out of here. I saw that trailer. I watched it about 407 times in one day. A lot of people saying there's not even that many, that much uh, time, but I did manage it. So, I mean, I don't, don't question me on what, what I did. Nobody ever did. All I right. Promise. I thought, Jed, you're kind of giving me a look through the glass there. So. It's just because I had one more thing before we close off. All right, let's uh, hear it. Because it's the funniest tweet I've ever seen. Um, Quite a statement. It is. It is a bold statement. He likes these proclamations. Eh? The thing is, I don't know what James has seen. Uh, this is incredible stuff. All right. Uh, uh, Nicholas Latifi, of course, uh, following that move uh, by Russell. Uh, shout out for, for him uh, kind of jilting him at the at the altar, basically. But this is great <laughs> sense of humor. He says, what? Um, 
I thought teammates who vacationed together, stayed together, was our holiday bromance all for nothing. Uh, that uh, the rock emoji with the eye up and laugh emoji, single tear. That's quite cool there. Uh, in all seriousness, super happy for you, man. A well-deserved opportunity that I know you'll take full advantage of. Been a pleasure to drive alongside you. Now, I'll tell you what this says. And uh, James, leave this tweet up before as we close out. What it says about George Russell is fantastic. Is that often in these high-powered sports, People are not afraid to say what they think because generally drivers have made their money, the big drivers. Not a single person, and I've, I, I've had a good look, has said anything negative from the fraternity of Formula One or like, oh, thank goodness he's gone. There's, there hasn't been a murmur from anywhere. And what I love about this move, it never got dirty because with, listen, Russell's clearly a talent, right? From everything I'm reading, Spike. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, is that everybody wants talent. It, it, it's not, it hasn't gotten ugly on either side. What it tells you is this guy's uh, what we call the real Magoya. And this is awesome. <laughs> like, if, if, you're, if your teammate is doing this, it means that he's a bloke. Just a genuine bloke. So, he's a lad. He, uh, he's the one, eh? Shout out. This is great. Latifi, uh, this is a great <laughs> sign for him as well. They're out there. If you're not watching on YouTube, they both got... Uh, ladies that look like they're airbrushed in real life with them. They're Formula One drivers. <laughs> they are just living it. Great sunglasses probably cost the GDP of a small country for those sunglasses. And there they are just sipping it up. We uh, Bottom right uh, photo. Hey, we are just winning at life. Look at our ladies. We're sitting on a couch uh, somewhere uh, just looking incredible. And then at the bottom, just like we are living life. Are we not? Uh, yes, we are. That's what they're saying there. Fantastic. You just love it. Spike. Formula One this weekend is on again. It's mm-hmm. triple header. Triple header time. Where, where are we this weekend? Uh, we're going to Monza, Temple of Speed. We are going to Monza. Now, I went there as a little child. My dad, huge Ferrari fan. I was un- incredibly bored. What I did like was that the cars, you could hear them, and it was thrilling stuff for a mm. small child to hear it. I thought my heart was going to stop. Uh, unbelievable experience. Hey, one of the blue chip events, right? Yeah, yeah you've got to, it's one of those ones that, as we said at the beginning of the show, one of the ones you've got to try and get to, Yeah. along with Spa, Silverstone, Monaco, Singapore. Singapore and the Dutch Grand Prix. Dutch Grand Prix now. That's all I want to go to. I'm, and I'm getting orange shirt. I'm learning like five Dutch words. You've got you to find out where to buy the smoke bombs that you're not allowed to bring into this. No, forget oh, that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. We, we're doing that. We're yeah, doing yeah. all of that. Yeah. Hoop Holland. <laughs> and also you've got to get a bicycle. I do. Oh, yeah, I've yeah, heard so they yeah. do like <laughs> A friend of mine's in Holland and she says she has to cycle every... She cycled drunk the one time. <laughs> Excuse me, ma'am. Uh, would you pull over here? Yeah, because she, yeah. was, she was on the phone with me while she was cycling. They're like, do want to go? Don't want to go? <laughs> I have breaking news. Oh, let's hear More it, More breaking news. This I show's have, never going to end. I have breaking news for the F1. Breaking um, news. Break it. Alex Albon will return to F1 with Williams in 2022. Here we go. He will team up with Nicholas Latifi, who retains his seat. What did I say? Boy, oh boy. Oh. So we'll talk about that. I mean, listen. What did I say? Uh, you, you, you're not I love. Prescient. You're not scared about TV. I'm that good. Yeah, you are that good. You've called it. But I'll tell you what's I'm more important here. I love when billionaires start to argue over human other human beings. Like, I own the rights to you. Do this, do that. I love that because that's good television. We see it in football. We see it in NFL all the time. Formula One, make this TV. Imagine uh, Drive to Survive. This is going to be on season four. Fantastic. Content. Spike, you're a legend. Thanks very much. We'll see you on Monday. Yes, damn right you will. Uh, Senzo, we will see you on the morrow, my brother. Uh, good stuff. Looking good there. Looking handsome. Uh, you've you have combed your hair, which was fantastic. Uh, probably also time. The, also the least you could do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, although you'd think, but uh, you know, is uh, I just want you to look handsome all the time. You know what I mean? Senzo Stebe. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this has been the MKT Show. Remember, 
If you would like to get the podcast, you can get that on Spotify, cliffcentral.com, the Cliff Central app, uh, or wherever you get your podcast. Otherwise, if you're with us here on YouTube, please click like. That's the up thumb. That's the thumb that's facing up uh, direction. Uh, not very easy for everyone. As we heard Sipo earlier uh, in the studio, cannot count to 10. So I don't, I don't just want to presume up and down are, are rudimentary for everybody on earth. Uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, my name, MKT. This has been the MKT Show. But for now, we are the hell out of here. Cliffcentral.com